Pubs are fucking dull, the fucking clubs are fucking full of fucking girls with fucking guys with fucking murder in their eyes. A fucking bloke gets fucking stabbed waiting for a fucking cab. You fucking stay at fucking home, the fucking neighbors fucking moan. Keep the fucking racket down. This is fucking chicken sound. The fucking pies are fucking old, the fucking chips are fucking cold, the fucking beer is fucking flat, the fucking flats are fucking rats. The fucking clocks are fucking wrong, the fucking days are fucking long, it fucking gets you fucking down. Evidently chicken sound. Thank you. Good night.
Abaris. It's the Run of Fez show, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, Bennington, Watley, Tanley, McDonald, the all-pro backfield. It's a rainy weekday here in the Northeast. I don't know exactly what it is in your town. We don't have any Doppler radar. Not on this channel, this is the virus. Fez Watley, what's your big... What's your big Ichiban today? What are all the kids talking about? Well, I'll tell you what. It's the Spider-Man forecasting, mm -hmm. and it is a comic book movie ruined before it even begins. The movie Lion is reporting that John Malkovich has been cast as a villain in Spider-Man 4 as no, the Vulture. No beef there, is there? Nope. He looks like the Vulture. It, should, it seems like perfect casting. No problem for you, Dave? Vulture? Uh, no, I like that. The Vulture, John Malkovich. You get John Malkovich, you're fucking happy, no He's matter what evil. happened. Hold on, let me check with Tanley. No, I don't like it. I fuck it's beneath fucking Mr. Malkovich. Oh, well, see, now you're gonna hurt Fez's feelings. Sorry, Fez, but it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know how we could worry about Spider-Man 4 being ruined, Fez. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, it gets worse. No, I'm saying just the name Spider-Man 4 is already worse. And what's, what's the last one that even you comic book guys thought was good? One? Probably one, yeah. Yeah, so why are you still hanging on? I thought two was critically and commercially even more bigger than one. Well, three was the big embarrassment, correct? Yeah. Right. But two was the, the, the huge one with Doc Ock. Everyone likes Doc Ock the best. No, for me... He's the Joker of Spider-Man. Uh, for me, as soon as they started showing a boy shooting webs and swinging, I was like, I can't... Uh, I can't do this. Please Are the webs supposed to represent cum? I don't think so. I think they're supposed to represent webs and webbing. Yeah, but every, every super thing is a metaphor, right? You're not just supposed to take it for what it is. I always thought of that as cum, and he was the, like the boy who didn't fit in, and he puts on an S&M mask, he starts <laughs> shooting cum at other boys, tying them up, and everybody likes him. I never got that from Spider-Man. Now, with the villain... You, you understand that all these characters always have mythology, right? Oh, sure, yeah. Okay. Now, with the villainous casting, Anne Hathaway is supposed to be cast as Felicia Hardy, comic book character right out of Peter Parker's life. Don't know who that is. Now, instead of playing the Black Cat, which is the villain that she becomes, they're making up a brand new villain for her. All right, so you have no problem with the Anne Hathaway. That's fine with you. That's fine. Okay, good. And but they're calling her Voltress, the Voltress. Well, that way she can hang around with Voltress. <laughs> but there is no Voltress. Well, there there is in the movie. There is not one in the comic book. Felicia Hardy becomes the Black Cat. That is her superpowered name. Mm. That is her secret identity. Maybe they feel like that's a ripoff of Catwoman. Yeah. Why always the animals too with superheroes? Like, there's I'm gonna get a cat. Cats and bats oh, and vultures. Wouldn't you like some milk? <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Here's Dog Man. Just a guy in a dog <laughs> costume. Looks like my bark is worse than my bite. <laughs> it's the same stuff. Now, nothing could be easier to do than a comic book movie. It's all laid out. Why do they cost $200 million? Well, you have to do effects. That is all it is. You have your characters. Mm -hmm. You know what they look like. You have your costume designs laid out for you. But here, here's what you don't understand. 
more people go to these movies than have ever read the comic books. Mm -hmm. So the movies, to the Hollywood people, more important. There's only going to be a, a very small part of that audience who's going to yell out, wait, it was different in the comic book. <laughs> but those are going to be your word of mouth people. Those are going to be your people online I don't... and in the streets. <clears throat> it's all, They're already up to four. Word of mouth is over. It's like Pirates 4. It just doesn't matter anymore. I don't know why they have to ruin it when it's laid out for them. If it was just like, you know, they were botch they were just bungling their way through and didn't know what to do, I could understand. It's there in the comic book. Follow the plan. It works. Well, you're you're uh, right, honey. Now finish your milk and up them steps and get a good night's sleep. And in the morning, I want to give you cap crutch. <laughs> I don't know if I can sleep. You're that upset over it, huh? I may not go see it. I may boycott. What to say? Okay. The black cat. <laughs> Ten times better than yeah. Vultress. I'm the Vultress. I'm just waiting for something to die. <laughs> Let's just say when you die, I'm going to pick out your pick out your bones. <laughs> That's a lazy uh, villain. Oh, I'm just going to stay up here on this fence. They're way Vultress. Is it really a boycott if you just don't go? I think so. I, I think, think that's a, a boycott. A boycott is like when you start some something up and you stop other people from going and explain to other people. But I don't think... Uh, give me a movie that's out right now, Dave. The um, Departed. It's not out now. What's out right now, Hicks? Blindside. Am I boycotting Blindside or not going to it? I don't think I'm boycotting. I just haven't went to it. I think boycott, you need a sign. You definitely need a sign. That's that's key. And it would help if you're just not the only person boycotting. You need some other people boycotting. And it was really great if like you could rhyme something bad about it along with 2468 in it. <laughs> And when I boycotted Verizon, I had a sign. It was just me. Just remember, after you die, the Vultress is going to pick at your bones. The Vultress, we're meaner than crows, but kind of in the same family. We seem lazy, but after people die, that's our time. I, I'm not that scared of any vulture or vultress. Right? She should be Black Cat. It's just ridiculous <laughs> how they screw these things up. Well, let's make Batgirl Alfred's niece instead of Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Looks like you're not in a good mood today, huh, Auntie? Well, just over this. Cats. Well, what is it? Cats aren't scary. <laughs> I don't know why Fed is so upset about this. Well, you already have a cat woman. You're never going to beat it. And they're not like... They, the bl Black cats were scary to people in the 40s when the, these fucking things came out. They're not scary to anyone anymore. We have serial killers and pedophiles. I'm a pedophile. We have Long Island monsters. We have the. It should, there the should pedophile be should monster. just be going like this all the time. <laughs> I'm pedophile. Let's just say I suck little dicks. Well, God, okay. Keep him, keep him away from me. If you were younger, I'd blow you. The pedophile. <laughs> Thank God I'm, I'm of age. I hate it. Oh, God. Just scare him off with pubic hair. <laughs> ah! Ah! Um, Sean, you're on my face. Hey, Ron. Yes, sir. I follow you guys uh, dead on on your movie picks. What do you guys think about Avatar? Yes or no? 
I don't think I'm going to boycott it. I think I'm going to go see the uh, film, see what uh, James Cameron's up to. I'm definitely going to see it. Probably the <laughs> Sunday, the, the the Sunday of that weekend that comes out. Not the Friday. Can't see it on the Friday. It's drinking day. Saturday, special delivery. So Sunday is when I'm going to see it. You don't get a lot of free time, do you, anymore? No more. No more. I have Sundays, but even then, I don't get home till 2.30 from coming from here. You should figure out a way, though, to do that show without coming all the way back to New York. <laughs> oh, I miss it? I'd love to have a little studio with the, in my own ranch. <coughs> Limbaugh has something like that, too, uh, I think. Those guys are smart, man. It's not that big a deal anymore. That's fucking awesome. I'd love that. I'd love to do that. John in Oklahoma. Hey, guys. Uh, doesn't Fezzi have a, uh, cat that holds him hostage in his own apartment? Let's just say that cat stinks up his house. <laughs> you got a little cough going, too, huh, Fez? Oh, yeah. I got a sore throat, like, two days ago, and mm. now it's turning into a cough. It's, uh, winter stuff. You know what we ought to do? We ought to call Dr. Steve and get him get all antibiotics for the whole show. Oh, yeah. The whole show just starts eating antibiotics. They pack it. Percocets? No. That's not, not an, that's not an antibiotic. Yeah, it is. Your way of sleeping away the winter, you big bear. <laughs> I'm going to take a long nap. See you in the spring. That's his superhero. Pepper Hicks is the bear man. When it thaws, I'm going to get up and start eating fish. <laughs> I'm in a drunken coma again. Now, come on, leave him alone. He's had a bad winter. What's the Christmas Why? plants? What? What happened to Scotch out it. <laughs> Scotching it up. Scotching it up. <laughs> a Scotch Christmas. Why don't you take him home with you to Florida? I would do that. Say so you finally met someone. This is Chris. Did you imagine how much he'd hate living in your house? <laughs> Especially since even at your age you still have a curfew when you get home. <laughs> i like to know where I'm at. John, Miami. Round of Fez. Hey, you're talking about Dave's free time. The guy's got two little babies at home, and he's still got a drinking day. Sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> I get I, t I take three hours of myself on Friday nights. Big fucking deal. You got to do all your drinking Jesus in a three-hour period. Basically, I don't get home to, from here until you know eight o'clock or so. So it's like eight to eleven or your midnight. You know, you hopefully, but a lot of these past Fridays, I've just fallen asleep by midnight. <clears throat> Ruining drinking day. It's ruining you, drinking. You I wake up down. Saturday morning. No! Like, that I missed it. I just got cheated. <laughs> and that's happened to me a bunch of times, too. And that next Friday's got to seem a year away. Yeah, it does, Fez. You're absolutely right about that. Do you kind of count off the days until you get to drinking days? Yes. That proves that you're not an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited on the, around Thursday, Thursday night. All right, Fezzy, what else is bothering you today? I'm liking this new grouchy old lady, Fez. <laughs> hey, did the Z-Packs get here yet? No, still waiting. I don't know what Dr. Steve's doing. Someone check the mail. Two uh, new members of the Liars Club out there, what I call the Liars Club, just blatantly lying in the news. Mm -hmm. Gatorade saying that uh, they're uh, no longer working with Tiger Woods. That they're done with him. But they decided to drop him months ago. This has nothing to do with any of the controversy that he might be in now with his wife. Let's face it. Do you even need Gatorade if you golf? <laughs> I don't think... I don't think Gatorade and golf even go together. John they have Daly, a beer card out there. He still... John Daly still smokes. 
smokes and eats jelly donuts on the golf. He's still in 2009. Still does that. Yeah, but he doesn't win. <laughs> His Kenny Powers act <laughs> is literally that. I haven't seen him lately. They said he's dropped over 100 pounds. Every so often, he like he wins a, a tournament, some bullshit tournament. Yeah, something that takes place in Akron that nobody knows about. <laughs> no, he still, he's he's won a major. So your your beef is not that they dropped him, is that they lied about it? Yeah, that they're obviously lying about it. Yes, because uh, I wish they just said this. You really think you need a Gatorade if you golf? <laughs> Come on, it's not like you're fucking exhausting yourself. A sports drink doesn't want to be in business with the most recognizable sports figure in the world. That makes a lot of sense, Gatorade. Yeah, we wanted to get rid of him and his Gatorade Tiger Juice, or whatever they were calling it. And they stuck by Michael Jordan with his marital problems and then divorce. So, kind of is hypocritical on Gatorade's side. Mm. And the other one is Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer's now saying his show Hank got canceled. It was the only thing on the new ABC Wednesday Night lineup that got canceled. Uh, he's saying he canceled it himself. He just felt it wasn't funny, and he said, I needed to put a bullet in it. I canceled it. Now, he claimed that the last time a show got canceled to his, that it gave him a heart attack. So now he's going around canceling his own shows. Liars. Liars all around us. Maybe he's got some more power than people realized. Uh, little Bill, Illinois, you're on Fez. Hey, buddy. Uh, I hear that Billy Corgan and Jessica Simpson are an item now. I heard that on a radio station locally here this morning, and I hadn't heard any, anything else about it. Yeah, I can't imagine you'll ever hear us talk about it. Well, go fuck <laughs> yourselves, then. <clears throat> it's been, what, 95 since anyone's brought up Billy Corgan's name? <laughs> yeah. That was melancholy. Mm. Uh, here's, uh, Anthony Columbus, you're on Fez. Yeah, just wanted to let Fez know that he, uh, should have read further down on the article, uh, Gatorade didn't drop Tiger, they just dropped the Tiger Woods Gatorade line, they're still paying a bunch of money. So he's still with them, they just dropped his, uh, Tiger Juice. Yeah, which, which is a little bit, you know, shaky that they had it planned already, but, uh, he's still getting millions and millions of dollars for them every year. <clears throat> we'll see, though. Sounds like a way to drop him all together. It does. But here, here's the point. Tiger doesn't need your millions of dollars. He's already got it. He's already made more money than he can spend. Right. I don't know why people are acting like Tiger is going to be in trouble. Yeah, they estimate he's been making $100 million a year in endorsements, seven times more than he makes actually golfing. So he And he's been living large for quite a while now. And look how many times that you'll see somebody win the lottery. And everyone goes, oh, he's never going to work again. And Tiger is like he's been winning the lottery, the Mega Millions, every year for 10 years. <laughs> and now we got to worry if he's not going to get 10 or 20 million more. It's fucking insane. I never fucking, um, I never get where fucking people's heads are at. It's almost like stupid people say the news and then stupid people repeat the news that they heard. I can't imagine Karen if I was Tiger. I don't even think celebrity endorsements matter that much. I mean, I've never... Have you ever really bought a product just because someone is, you know, smiling and holding it? No, but they wouldn't keep doing this all these years if they didn't see their sales go up. So it has to mm. work. Now, I imagine it would work with kids. Yeah. You know? But... And I guess it works with people like Oprah. 
I mean, even when I was a kid, it wasn't like I was running to buy isotoners because Dan but, Marino fucking did but the commercials. I, I will tell you this. If somebody puts something on the Food Network, that item always explodes. Hmm. If there's some kind of new knife or they mention a restaurant, you can't get into it here in New York. So people do see things on TV. and it, uh, It's insane to sit here and, and have to explain this. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we do live reads on this. Right. And if Fez Watley says something, people jump on it. Yeah. 100% of the time. PennyStockChaser.com. It is the ultimate site to get your information. That's right. You heard it from Watley. Uh, Do what Watley does, PennyStockChaser.com. I started going there for one reason and one reason only, Fez Watley. Because of that, I now have more money than Tiger Woods. PennyStockChaser.com. They're going to get you the information you need to get involved in the penny stock market. That's right. That's Fez Watley saying it. Doesn't matter what he's saying, but if he says jump, jump. All you have to do is submit your email, and you immediately start getting their free daily investor newsletters. You better jump around. That's what you better do. You better jump, jump. You better jump around. You, you see who's talking over here, Dave? Yes. That's Fez Watley. You understand the product that he came up with? Yeah. What what product is it? Thanks, Doc Chaser. Do you understand the spike happening at that site right now? Yes, I do. Because he's talking, people are starting to jump. Penny Stock Chaser. Jump, Fuzzy. You get the hot stock alerts. It's the number one website online for hot stock alerts. Ew. Ew. Plus 50,000 members all sharing their personal experiences. There goes Fuzzy. The free daily news at home. Hey Dave, Fez has his pants on backwards. They're keeping the members informed of the hot penny stocks throughout the day. 28,000 followers on Twitter. All you have to do is stop Chaser and begin following the Twitter alerts from PennyStockChaser.com. They got a winning record. It's unbelievable. They've notified their members to I didn't hear anything you were saying, though. I didn't hear a goddamn thing you were saying. You just speak up if you want people to jump. You got to get them to start uh, talking to you. Uh, I got some, uh, well, a little spy report. And when I say that, I mean this. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. I understand uh, Coke Logic is working on, and maybe has even finished, animation for the Sleeves Christmas song. Now, Sunday night is... Uh, Sleeves uh, thing with us? Yes, it's Christmas special, yes. What time Sunday night? For, uh, let's let's start the night off with it. Straight up 9 p.m. then. Yeah, let's 9, let's 9 o'clock that son of a bitch. 9 o'clock, uh, listen to the Sleeves. And what exactly is this? Is this a Christmas show? It's his Christmas show. It includes a lot of the songs. The Christmas mm -hmm. songs are in, in it as well. Does he talk slowly about different things? A little bit. Christmas came and went another year. 
Dave found some magic beans that he was able to eat. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fezzi, a lot of people have no idea what you were talking about then the last break. So let's bring it up. All you right. got to talk louder. Not now. Don't fucking try to redo more live reads. When are we having a sales meeting? I love to go to one of them. And I'm going to tell them to please keep the, the music down a little lower. I had one this morning. How'd it go? It went very well. Did you get? Did you take Ron Puppet in with you? <laughs> now we got a big uh, contest going on today. Yeah, Davy Mac versus Fez, and what exactly is this? It's this, this the Siren Series character challenge. Mm -hmm. This is where me against Ethan Dave bringing new characters to the show. It's a battle of characters, not necessarily new. All right, it's a battle of radio <laughs> characters. Well, for Fez, it's new because we said it had to be characters that you invented in the last 10 years. Right. Yeah, there's a 10-year limit on mine. So I have all brand new characters today. Nobody ever heard before on the air? None of them heard before. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Fezzy. What else is bugging you today, Auntie? What's, got, what's on your nerves? I, Somebody, uh... Ruin a cartoon? <laughs> no, it's just something that's bothered me upstairs by the office. We have these three giant closets up there, mm -hmm. and they're all marked emergency provisions closets. And I'm just, all of a sudden I started thinking, what's the emergency that's going to keep us caught up here on the 36th floor of this skyscraper? That we're not going to try to leave this building. That we're trapped up here, you know, up in the sky, literally. Terroristic attack. Yeah, but I mean, I'm still going to want... I don't want to be up in the air. I don't want to be up in a building if there's a terrorist attack. We might not have a choice. I want to be able to get out. And then I said... Yeah, I, this isn't this isn't <laughs> to work against you. Yeah. No one says stay up here with the supplies. Get out. But if you have supplies, maybe there's a bunch of parachutes. <laughs> Well, I tried to see what was in there. Mm -hmm. Those those three doors are all locked to those closets. Did, did you go three doors down? <laughs> see what I did to him, Davey? Yeah, it's a band. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, I'm trying to get this up on 202 Friends Twitter, the animation that Coke Logic has done for Sleeves. Sleeves wow. uh, rocking it hard Sunday night. What's on your mind today? What's your low Ichiban, Dave? Uh, the hypo hypocrisy of AOL. Mm, really? Yeah. The, um, you still was, have it? I still have AOL. Good. I, uh, the hundreds of thousands of Americans do, because I was looking at this poll where fifth, Miley Cyrus just got a tattoo mm -hmm. under her left breast. 58% of the people <laughs> said it was inappropriate because of her age. Right. How old is she? She's 17. Mm. Okay. The next day, AOL says, oh, you know what? It says, just breathe. It was because of her friend who died of cystic fibrosis three years ago. So then they said, so do you still think it's offensive? Everyone flip-flops. Now, all of a sudden, 62% say, no, it's not offensive at all. Well, the it's offensive thing is that if you're a kid and you get a tattoo, it's bad? Yeah. How, how old do you have to be before 18, you... 18. It's 18. But what if you get, like, parents writing off on it? Yeah, I, I think that you're you're still, in some states, if you if you have parents sign off, you're allowed. But it's also, this girl, Miley Cyrus, she can't wear a fucking bikini, even though she's allowed. She's 17. She can't do anything without people thinking it's inappropriate, because they still think of her as a 12-year-old, well, you know, You know what star. I think is inappropriate? She's wearing a bikini. She's a little girl. And 40-year-old men are taking pictures of her and selling them. Right. I mean, you would think 
that that would be something you could get busted for. Yeah. She's in the backyard or at a hotel or at the beach. She's never like... And there's yeah. some men and they have fucking telescopic lenses and they're taking pictures. Now, just imagine if this happened to your kid or your niece. You'd be like, what? You get a fucking call from your sister. Um, could you come over here? Some man's taking a picture. You'd be fucking driving like 110 miles an hour to beat that ass. It's not much of a different uh, a step away from that Aaron Andrews of ESPN, where the uh, guy put a camera in their hotel room. These are men who camp out 30, you know, yards away, but they have, you know, f uh, uh, big cameras, you know, with their cameras can focus in on them. It's just ridiculous. But these polls, it's like. Every time I look at one of these AOL polls, it's the, the people want to make, always want to feel superior to these celebrities. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's always obvious. So I always fucking vote the opposite way. No matter what happens, just to keep them grounded. So when they, they asked if Miley Cyrus, if her tattoo was offensive the first day, I said, no, absolutely not. But then when they say, well, it's first, uh, her friend who died, do you still think it's offensive? Then I said yes. Maybe they yeah, think that just breathe is an inappropriate thing to say to someone with cystic fibrosis. Well, no, here, here's, that's the here's, slogan. But see, here's the thing, Dave. There are not scientific polls that even write that there. It's just like a fun thing. It offends me that all these Americans always, uh, they always, their, their answers are so predictable. It's whatever, you know, puts them on the higher ground. It's not mm -hmm. fair. It's not fair to Miley Cyrus either. These people are ridiculous. So I love it. So I, I, I encourage, if speaking of boycott, don't just boycott these polls. Go on them and fuck them up. That's my, uh, that's my little thing for Christmas. No one cares. No one cares about it. All right, uh, do we got it up on 202 Friends now with the new uh, thing? Let me see. Yep, looks like so. All right, Coke's Logic's animation is up on 202 Friends. And we'll take a nice uh, look at it here. It's a great Christmas song. Feeling pretty good for la 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 Taking my time on the la 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 Snow falling down in the la 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 Everybody singing like la 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 Decking on the halls with the la 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 Making my way to the la 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 la
across the bay. I don't think about a thing. I feel a million miles away, like I'm floating from the sky, like a storm of falling snow. Then I'm spinning through the trees, then I'm shining in the road. All the people in the light, and all the children in the light. Beautiful job with that animation. David, man, how come you can't do the animation? Uh, I'm not good with computers. Mm. I mean, I can draw well. You've seen me draw my little guys with the large heads. Mm -hmm. um, I just don't know how to make them move, per se. But I do feel like I'm a good drawer, like my little suit, my, my little businessman who wears a tie. Yeah, I don't like it. You don't like that guy? Oh, by the way, you, uh, my friend, are a radio jinx. Yesterday, you discuss. Oh, Peter Gammons, Peter Gammons, Peter Gammons, my favorite thing Love on him. ESPN. After 20 years, he quits. I know. What, what are the odds? <laughs> I, I'm I, out of I, here. I've never heard another person bring him up on the air, <laughs> start to discuss Peter Gammons. You know, he's just one of those things that you just took for granted. And I mean, the day that you call him the best thing on ESPN, he quits. I couldn't believe it. I, I swear to God. And it sounds a little bit like they didn't want him anymore, like we've decided to go in different ways. Well, he's had some health problems. Um, you know, he had like a tumor yeah, a geez. few months ago, or no, no, I mean, uh, years ago. And uh, they, he seems fr a little frail and maybe not as quick. But um, I heard that the Major League Baseball Network snatched him up in a heartbeat. He, he, oh, already, yeah? he already has a job, and he's going to like be a, a main guy. And now that Major League Baseball Network's got Costas... Peter Gammons, they're like making a nice little fucking thing for themselves. I like that channel. You I get like it? it? Yeah, I get it. I get it on DirecTV channel 213. Because he a terrible cough just like me right now. Yeah, I, I can't control it. We need the antibiotics. What did Dr. Steve say? He doesn't got back to me yet. I don't understand it. Well, yeah, spray yourself down with Lysol. <laughs> God. <laughs> he just sprayed it in your fucking face. <laughs> it actually has a nice minty... I don't know why Earl always fainted. It kind of has a nice minty taste to it. That was Febreze. Um, I need a radio, uh, I need a spy report, actually. Spy report. Spy report. And find out what was this advice that Patrice had for Fez today. I want to get to the bottom of that. Everybody seems to be talking about, but never to, Fez Watley. <laughs> no, no uh, one comes up to me. I know, but do you understand that it's becoming a problem? Yeah, I'm beginning to understand now. After yesterday, I heard that all these people here are talking behind my back. But you know that you just didn't hear about this yesterday, right? Oh, right, yeah. But it seems like this week, it really seems to be coming on strong. I think it's the wig. <laughs> well, it was the fact that he was Hitler right. for a month. Then as soon as that goes away, he be has a giant beard and a wig. People are scared of Fez. It's, it's kind of fun. If people are scared of you, what are they afraid of? What is he going to do? Yeah, I, it's an odd part. It's it's one of those you they know. He just he skeeves them. Yeah, you have you know if you were a kid in your neighborhood, you had that crazy old guy who right. lived somewhere, <clears throat> and that guy you know was just to avoid him. Avoid I couldn't be guy. nicer to everybody, you know, to all the people here. I always smile and give a nice hello, but that frightens them. Well, it shouldn't. It's just pleasantries. But you get that, that you're thought of as the weirdo, right? Yeah. Yes, I understand that. That's something that you probably want to lose that reputation. 
I wonder if you can. Once you're the weirdo, are you always the weirdo? I think if you if you had a full personality change, you know. <laughs> I think. Hey, let me ask you. Uh, serious is not having a Christmas party this year? I have not heard word one, but no. then people I mean, don't talk to me. Like last year, they made an announcement because of, you know, how tough the economy is. No Christmas party because we're all in one with the people that aren't working. And then we could all go like, oh, okay, I understand. That would look tacky. But now here we are a year later. We don't even get the announcement. It's just a given that our tradition is not having a Christmas party. Right. Yeah. There. Uh, I don't. I don't get it myself. I mean, can't be that expensive. But at least tell us when I'm having a Christmas party. It disappoints me. It really does. I mean, what's the date on our Christmas party, Fez? And where exactly are you taking us? Um, I don't think we have a date on our personal show dinner. But we are going. I don't know the name of the place, but it was where they have the vodka ice shots. Let's go at night. And you you want to go tonight, Fez? Yeah, I'll go tonight. That's not the way you put together a Christmas party. I just wanted to fucking see how we were going to do this. <laughs> now, uh, the other thing is this. The night of your Christmas party mm -hmm. that you're throwing for the staff. I'm throwing a rogue Christmas party that oh, night. damn it. All right, well, people aren't going to know which party to go to. They're going to have to choose. Will it oh. be vodka at Ron's? Uh, Dan, Knoxville. You're on Fez. Oh, I was listening oh, hey, this morning. Uh, they were talking about, about how Dave doesn't hardly get paid anything to do your show, man. I I don't see how when he contributes as much as Fez does. How does that work? Now, why would ONA suddenly wonder if Fez is contributing? I mean, Dave is contributing more than Fez. I think they're reading those damn message boards. <laughs> I think they've given up on what they said before, and now they're going to read the message boards. But absolutely, Dave is uh, underpaid. We're all very, very well aware of that. Boy, that over there talking, turning into a 202 gossip show. <laughs> it's like um, E. They're E suddenly. <laughs> Word has it that Dave McDonald's been spotted. Ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. Mm. That was uh, board gossip music. Now you're furious, Fez? Yeah, I'm just wondering what's going on. Now it's not even behind my back. It's on the radio. So it's very, it's very odd situation to me. I don't even know why that would come up. Or why I would come up. I think they were talking about Dave. Seems like it was about me, but I don't know. I didn't hear it. It says that Dave's in an unusual spot for a mm. producer. Uh-huh. Murder getting in today, though. Holy shit! Just because it rains, it has to take three hours on the bus. Mm -hmm. Three hours. It's 2009. Who doesn't have tires that can fend off water? It's not. There was no black ice outside. People panic. I they, know, but it was like, when it rains. They think they're driving on a water slide. I they think they somehow went to a water park. And they're driving on a uh, water. I uh, got the 7 a.m. bus. The 7 a.m. bus, which means I had to get up at like 5.45 today. I got in at 10.10. 10. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Dennis, Baltimore. Hey, guys. Love the show. Um, I got to defend ONA real quick. That last caller did not give you the correct information. Was he a troublemaker? Kind of. They weren't saying that. <laughs> Would you say that last caller was a provocateur? Yes. <laughs> 
He was trying mm. to piss off Fez. Mm. It's too nice of a name for him. Our buddy Fez. Mm. Um, Who doesn't like Fez? Oh, yeah, the staff here. <laughs> Fuckers. O&A, was, O&A were saying that uh, Sirius, you know, the, the fucking company you guys work for, are yeah. cheap as hell, and they need to start paying the talent on your staff mm-hmm. because they, uh, that's, what's, that's what's happening to radio. Radio is throwing away their talent, and they're not paying Dave or Sam shit, and they provide so much to both your shows that Sirius has got to start Write down what Sam gets paid for me. Like ten bucks because. Right, they, hold on, you're not going to write it down. I'm going to have Dave write it down for me. <laughs> <laughs> the phone, Mister. They were, write it down, so, mail it in. They were silly. saying that uh, the people that do the Saturday night shows are now doing for, for free, like Sam and Dave, so they can get the airtime. But they've got to come into the city and pay for parking and everything else, which means they're actually paying to come and work for Sirius on Saturday nights, which is bullshit. All right, um, I appreciate you calling. <laughs> Dave writing more stuff to me. You have to be careful what size paper you give Dave. He will write to the size of the page. Now, does that some of that have to do when people were hired? Probably, but you know what? I was hired four years ago. No, but I mean, like, yeah, you're right. Not in terms of fairness, but of like where yes. you know what was rolling at what time. Chronological order. Yeah. Yes, it does. See, that's what happened. Yeah, but four years is a long time. You're missing my point. Right. My point was. N- I brought up on the fucking show last week that fairness never fucking plays into the human condition. Correct. I still stick with that. I argued with you at that time, but maybe I'm going to change my answer in light of this new information. Maybe Ryan B. is right. This world's a fucked up place, Ma. I like it. I like it. it. Uh, Jim, Boston, run a fez. Yeah, this came up because Opie wanted Dave on the homeless shopping spree. He's bearded, he's broke, kind of smells. But then the whole topic moved into how Dave doesn't get paid, Stan doesn't get paid. You guys never replace Earl, there's no money. Well, that has nothing to do with like who yeah. wants more on the show or nothing like that. No, we absolutely uh, got burnt on the Earl deal. <laughs> yeah. Like literally burnt. Where they said, don't worry, we want everything to go good. And, you know, you can't. Then you have meetings with these guys. And they go, well, we need more things done. And we go, we got less people. <laughs> you can't keep adding stuff when we have less people. Yeah. And, Strange. you know, Dave is on the air as if he was, you know, an on-air personality. And that kind of leaves Hicks as the only producer. There's a lot of, uh, I'm here at about 9 o'clock every night. I'm fucking Hicks works out. harder than any producer I've ever fucking had. Ever. Well, not only I, I will even say I won't even say that he works harder. He's more effective than any producer I've ever had. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, you're on Fez. Yeah, good morning, boys. Yeah. Uh, I think Fezzy should do the right thing and fast, start fessing up some cash for Dave until you know Sirius does the right thing. It's only fair. I believe I tried gonna to make do that. Fezzy going to make the move. I did the right thing. I tried to do that, and I was turned down. Well, I have sick chill. I mean, if we're going to rehash this, I have sick chill. I'm not playing Fez for the lack of, um, you know, for But what if he just let you do whatever you want with the money? Wouldn't that be cool? That would have been nice. Uh, But he is taking us all out for 
the first of seven <laughs> Christmas parties. I had no idea this was a seven-dinner party. Well, how many would you want to do? One seems like it really covers it. If I'm going to be honest about this, until you ruin the Florio's things, how many more did you own? You owed. I think mm-hmm. I had five more to go. Yeah. And then he purposely makes the last one just the worst night we've ever spent, where he's yelling at Hicks, where are the cigars? Right. Yeah, I wasn't there that day. So yeah. I always wanted to return to Florio's, have a triumphant return. Let's move. When he does that, let's move to Hicks. I'm just a crony. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it's actually pretty fucking brilliant. Uh, Bill, Bill, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie, what really started the conversation was Opie saw where Earl wanted to go on the homeless shopping spree, and he said, fuck no to Earl, but Dave was welcome because Dave wasn't making near what he was worth, and he knew he could use the help. Uh, oh, I would go if I was allowed. Well, you are allowed, obviously. But, oh, the only thing I don't want you to do is, you know, end up in the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> that might be hard. But, you know, and I don't mean, like, if it's in a funny way, yes. But I went out to that Letterman thing with you, yeah. and even I couldn't calm you down that day. <laughs> Get excited. And, well, yeah, and the cops were, like, clocking fucking Dave as they should, you know, because it's a, a protest situation. And I'm like, all right, easy, dude. The fucking cops are talking about you, and I'm wandering back and forth. And he's like, okay, good. Eight seconds later, he'd be acting fucking crazy again. Yeah, it was hard not to. It's so, difficult. yeah, you could definitely go and get stuff and be homeless and all that. But just don't get fucking popped for it. Yeah. Have the company fucking fire you. That's true. I'll have the company fire me for something else, but not for that. Mm. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Here's uh, Kevin in Florida. Hey, uh, Dave, I want to know if I can ask you a question real quick. Okay. Hey, if you're offered just a little bit more money and a chance to be a co-host or a host of a different show, would you leave the Ron and Fez show? make more money and do that opportunity well it, it, you said a little more i mean what's a little more if, if i'm gonna make an extra thousand dollars a 20, year say say 20 to 25 percent more than what you're making now he would have to go yeah i mean I, that's why years ago i started pushing him to get his own show yeah if if the opportunity isn't here for him he must go yeah it's getting it's gotten very tight you know but we're still making it happen at home, we just uh, have very little money. So that's you why must be I, stealing shit. I steal food from the fridge, refrigerators here. Yeah. I'm just going to say that right now. And I steal, like, you know, toilet paper and things like that. Um, not always from here. There's a green cafe downstairs where they let you use the bathroom. So I go crazy with their toilet paper. Face. Enjoy. Enjoy. Face. Uh, we're going to break here. Coming up a little later on in the show, it will be Fezzi and Dave going mano a mano at each other with a character uh, bit. Fez, you claim all your characters are new? All my characters are new. Because you haven't introduced a character in the last 10 years? Um, I've introduced some characters, yeah. but it was for a very minimal, like a one-shot appearance only. Just didn't feel like they caught on. And Dave, most of yours, you say, have appeared on the show Yes, before. they're fan favorites with a couple newbies. Mm. One, There's two different uh, yeah. angles here. Yeah. One being, I'm going to give the people what they want. And Fez has been, I'm going to show people something they've never heard before and blow their fucking minds. I don't think he either way is necessarily wrong. No, I got to agree there. 
Uh, back to pick that up. Plus, something's been bothering Hicks and bothering Hicks really, really bad. So much that I'd say he's almost furious about it. What is it? Uh, there's problems with the Jersey Shore and MTV. I, wow. It's problems. I had very, no idea. Getting kind of serious over there. All right. Right back. We're on a fetish show. Friends, you say you love those fresh flowers and veggies, but uh, you're tired of the aches and the pains that come uh, with weeding? Well, I'm here to tell you, your weeding days are over. You see, friends, I have here in my hands, well, it's a, it's a miracle of uh, gardening engineering. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to the garden weasel. Can I hear you say, hey now? Hey now. Pretty good. But can I hear you say, hey now? Hey now. Ron and Fez show on a weekday. Fez, you got to start saying friends when you're selling your, your live reads. I make sure to add that. It's a, it sounds friendly. He's on the edge, isn't he? <laughs> He's agreeably weird today. Well, agreeably weird. It's an intense siren series mm. challenge, I think. Also, uh, we're going to let uh, people know whether they're staying on 202 Friends, uh, leaving 202 Friends, or getting a warning to start posting a little more heavily. Cool. Hicks, what's your beef today? What's what's got your nerves going? Yeah, since the premiere of uh, Jersey Shore, MTV is now getting so many death threats via Facebook and email and phone calls that they're now being forced to get more security in their buildings. <clears throat> People are so pissed off at these fucking Guidos that they're just bombarding them with death threats. What night is uh, this? Is it Thursdays at ten? Why does every show have to be on Thursday? <laughs> I have nothing to watch all week, and then uh, a Thursday. By the mm. way, I've got a new hobby. Uh, I'm starting from the beginning of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. My new thing is to say It's Always Funny in Philadelphia, <laughs> and then we all have a big laugh about it. And I go, no, seriously, let's watch another one. <laughs> There's, uh, it's always exciting when you haven't watched something for five years, and you get to watch as much as, uh, as you want now. Yeah, it's great. You're, you're, you're your own television network at that point. It's almost like finding cake. That you didn't know that you had. You yeah. just have a lot of cake. I yeah. All right. So why are they mad at uh, at this show for airing it and exploiting Italian Americans, exploiting these people, and making Jersey look bad and making Italians look bad? So people are just losing their shit. All right. Um, well, well, let's go around it. Do you think it makes Jersey look bad? Yes. No, I don't. I think it's you know there's a there's an aspect of it. It seems very Jersey Shore to me. And even when they were at their uh, dance club, they were all went to the club, the kids kind of looked like them. It wasn't, they weren't, you know, uh, Todd Browning's freaks in there. They looked like the other guys. All these people and these situations. No situation. No situation. Uh, the situation. All these guys. There's tensions with the situation. The the big question is, how could you make Jersey look bad? Oh, um, but uh, all these things exist. The only reason why it's a show is because people find it entertaining. Does it make Italians look bad? No, it doesn't. Not if they're going to behave this way. Fezzi. Yes, it does. Yep. Absolutely. See, I think uh, it's not so much that it, it makes Italians look bad, but it kind of makes college-age kids look bad. And that's true. That's a stereotype that I agree with. That people that age are naturally dumb. 
and they're dumb, but they're big, and they have a license now. And sad part is some of these guys are in their 30s, I think, in late 20s. They're past college. Late 20s. Well, they're no one's in their 30s. But the situation is about 29 years old. Yeah. Um, but it, that's who they are. I mean, holy shit. You know, it's it's who they are. You know, Why, and, but here's the thing, Fez. Why wouldn't it just make those five or six yeah. people look dumb? Why does it make all Italians look dumb? Because when they use an all-encompassing name like Guido, a derogatory term... That is not in the title of the show. The people might call themselves Guido. Right. But the, it, it themselves... That's like saying, well, black people are making black people look bad. I don't know what you could do about that one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't fucking... It's almost... Does, does 50 Cent make all black people look like gangsters? No. Why not? No, because it's... He's doing a J thing. A G thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying here, yeah, Dave? Yes, I'm... yes. I mean, the, 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 the point is, why are all these Italians so sensitive? Yeah. They don't represent you. These people are television reality stars. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when Real World 2 had Dominic, the Irish guy, who got drunk a lot <laughs> and passed out and was always drinking and pissing himself... I didn't get mad. Irish Americans weren't up well, in Well, you arms. knew that was true. But the point is, certain Irish people behave like that. Certain Italians uh, behave like Schmitty, that. Smitty uh, claims he's got a uh, spy report. Smitty from Brooklyn. Smitty, what do you got, pal? Yeah. It's, uh, the situation is, he claims to be 36 years old, so he's got to be older. It's the kid from Rhode Island who's 29. All right. If the situation <laughs> 36. is 36... He says he's 36. He's got to be older than that, though. And running around... He's not 36. With I'm younger kids. I'm 32. Situation looks a little grizzled. He's not the old. He, he doesn't does look older than me. <laughs> he does. Well, he keeps himself in better shape than you, obviously. No, I'm, t I'm telling you. I looked up their ages already, okay? The, the, the situation was, was 28 or 29 Why years old. Why would you look up their age? I love the show. I'm obsessed. Yeah, last Thursday was a special two-hour premiere. Mm -hmm. That MTV don't do that if they don't realize... They got a big show. We're, yeah, we're bringing out the gold. Well, I know it's because you, you had me watch it with you, and I couldn't even think to myself the last time I had MTV on. <laughs> it had been a long time. I right. couldn't even, like, what is it, 36, 48? I don't know. And this show looks so much better than the real world Washington, D.C., which is scheduled to premiere later this month. They don't have the situation, Dad. They don't have the situation. They don't got Paulie. They don't got Vinny, a.k.a. Pitsy. I don't know why, if you show a black guy who's stupid, does that mean that you think that all black guys are stupid? Or if you show a black guy who's smart, does that mean that all black guys are smart? I mean, yeah, people are their own people. You can't have one person representing a group, for Christ's sake. There's yeah. 300 million people in this country. Yeah, and if I did, if I had a gay guy in here who was, like, nervous, I'd be like... Well, would that mean that all gay guys were nervous? Right. It just doesn't make sense to do that. Um, here is um, Eric in Jersey. You're on my Fez. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Hey, Dave. Um, this show doesn't make Jersey look bad. Quite on the contrary. Only two of these idiots are from Jersey. The other five are from fucking New York. You're, you're, it, it's representing just how stupid... Well uh, I mean, and in, and that is the story of the Jersey Shore. The story of the Jersey Shore has always been New York kids and Philly kids showing up there 
and blowing off steam, acting in a way that they wouldn't act in their own neighborhood. Right. You know what I mean? Just going crazy. And that is as old as the Jersey Shore itself. Yeah. You yeah. know? Living, so, living here, we make fun of all of these assholes. We just call them fist bumpers because every single one of them stands in the club fucking punching their fists. They're all juiced out, hair gelled fucking dummies. Yeah. And I mean, it really is an older thing. And then acting like um, that, the, that these kids act any different than Saturday Night Fever is ridiculous. <laughs> and that show was around in like 78. And you could have taken John Travolta and his crew along with even his chicks, put them in that house, and it would have been practically the same thing. Oh, yeah, it's the same exact show. I mean, even down to the point where Tra the famous Travolta don't don't hit my hair scene. I could see, You could see situations saying that. Right, here's what's really interesting to me. When you see these young guys, fist pounders, as they're now being called. We still call them bennies, but all right, fist pounders. Uh, what's the word benny behind don't know the means is that's what we call that's what everyone who lives at the Jersey Shore always calls New Yorkers that I've heard that but we got to figure out why they call them Benny's all right I'll find is that. It a speed thing I don't know but you know who I think looks bad with this now Cougars because <laughs> you're like why would a woman 40 want to bang one of these fucking jello heads <laughs> right but don't you think it makes Jersey look bad if someone's watching the show, thinking of maybe going to the Jersey Shore for vacation, and they see these guys acting nuts and being well, animalistic? Can I ask you, ask you the truth? Are you uh, uh, the fucking mayor of Amityville? <laughs> Who fucking worries whether the tourism of the Jersey Shore? When you go to the Jersey Shore, you know what you're getting. If you're going to go to Fort Lauderdale, you know what you're getting. Daytona Beach, you know what you're getting. Yeah, and again, this isn't, you know, MTV, every time they go to the quote-unquote Jersey Shore, it's always Seaside Heights. They've yeah. had three specials about this. One with, of course, Tommy Cheeseballs, one with all chicks, and now these dudes. This is the third. It's always Seaside Heights. The point here is, Fezzi, uh, and you've only lived here for ten years, so maybe once you like to fucking take a drive. There's party sections of the beach, and there's family sections of the Absolutely. beach. Absolutely. And again, that fucking goes all the way back. As long as there's been people going to the shore, it's where do the kids go and where do the families go. And you try to, you know, if you can, stay out of each other's way. Because just because you got a, a fucking wife and kids with you doesn't mean that the other kids shouldn't be fucking going crazy and having fun. Right. Now, they, they said one of the possible meanings of Benny comes from people who crossed the line, which was Bayonne, Elizabeth, Newark, New York. Benny. It spelt it out. But they so, said that's one possible meaning. So that almost is like it's New Yorkers and North, North Jersey, Jersey people. We always considered North Jersey Bennies as well. Tommy uh, Cheeseballs is North Jersey. I see. So we always considered those people because they still have a lot of the New York vibe. The Sopranos have more of a New York, Brooklyn vibe than a New Jersey vibe, according to Central Jerseyans. No, I, I agree 100%. You know, I agree. I'm Central Jersey. I don't feel like I... You're have, South Jersey. All right, you're Wildwood. I don't feel like I have anything in common with Tony Soprano. I love his show. Yeah. Okay, but I don't think I have anything in common with him. Let me just tell you this, though. You don't have anything in common with him because you don't have any respect. <laughs> That's the problem with you. God, respect me. Um, Ron, New Jersey, you're on my face. Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, I just wanted to say... I saw an article that Unico, is, uh, an Italian-American society, was outraged by the show. Yeah. 
And if you know anything about Unico, they're based out of Little Falls, New Jersey, which is a heavily Italian area. And, I mean, these people on the show could be their children. I mean, the whole area is just full of these kinds of people. Bannings. And, I mean, I was born Bannings. and raised in the area. I, I've seen it all. And it's like, it's, a, it's ridiculous that they could complain about something like this. The Bennies. You have to understand. The Bennies are going to come in. They're going to give your businesses a shitload of money, so much so that they can you can live and support your family for the rest of the year. There's nothing to be angry about. And if you don't like them, you don't go to the club. Mm. Let's be fuck. Let's not take everyone everyone's choices away from them for Christ's sakes. Uh, hold on. Let's see what Hard Rock Johnny's doing. Oh, boys. Johnny. How Johnny. are you? How are you, my friend? Hanging in there. Good. Um, so, Dave, you're right. It's Bayona Elizabeth Nork in New York is the term for Benny. And, and I'm even considered a Benny. I, I've owned a house in Tom's River, which is down the shore, since, 19, since 1978, and we're still considered Bennies. And it's kind of shitty because at the end of the day, I pay the same taxes as anyone else there. We don't use the school system. We don't use anything down there except our house maybe four months a year. This Jersey Shore show, they could have filmed this. 15 years ago, and it would have been the same six or eight idiots yeah. that looked exactly the same. I mean, I, I was down in Seaside when, when I was 17 years old, and the same fist pumpers, guidos with their hair done big, and their and the you know the spiky hair. It would have been the exact same show. No difference. This has been going on down there for, for 30, 40 years down there. If you really look at stuff like, um, you know, the old 1950s stuff, those kids... Would have been considered Guidos. Those Frankie Avalon kids, yeah. Dion and the Belmonts. This is a normal thing that I'm not saying that, that all kids stay with, but at a certain point of their life, they embrace it. Right. Absolutely. Except, except for a couple juice heads who get into fights, they're harmless and and they're kind of entertaining. So I don't see why people have the problem. My, my, my biggest problem is that they root for Italy against the USA in soccer. I have a problem with that. That's true. Vinny had a big Italian flag that he was he brought in there with with the soccer ball on it. But if you're playing if you're playing to stereotypes like that and you're showing those, wouldn't it be the same of showing like a black reality show where the guys on there were like step and fetch it characters? Yes, uh, th that's that whole looking for love or whatever that thing was. Uh, they, they do a million of those. That whole stupid thing of. This is not your baby. And the guy jumps up in the air and starts to shake his ass and starts to act like he's riding a horse. It happens all the time. Why wouldn't you show the extreme things to get on TV? What, what don't people get about fucking TV? It's garbage. Especially reality TV. It's yeah. very trashy. You need the over-the-top characters. You need the A-ballers of the world. You don't need the boring guys. Those guys always get eliminated would, first. Would you say Laverne and Shirley was stereotyped? The, them, their dad running the pizza place, Carmine Ragusa coming in singing. Uh, there's a reason for this kind of stuff. It's been around forever. The only thing I can say is that, that MTV kind of went over the top with, you know, putting the big Italian flag on the garage and the Scarface pictures. The and, you know, they, that, yeah, the, you the license the plate, in, the license plate, New Jersey. <laughs> like, you know, the one guy walks in, the first thing he says is, oh, Scarface. You know, like, you know the situation. You know, it's like, what the fuck is that all about? They have I can't even... You know, and I saw them, you know, I was down there on the boardwalk during the summer. I saw them filming it. There's helicopters flying, filming all this. 
stupid scenery and shit. It was just, but it, they could have filmed this so long ago. It would have been even better. They well, should have with Tommy. Tommy Cheeseballs. They had something with him. He originated this, and he's going to get forgotten because these kids are going to be stars. Yeah, Tommy Cheeseballs is yesterday's news. I know. It's all about the, the situation. The situation is now. Forgotten Guidos. All right, Johnny. Congratulations on the uh, win over the Cowboys. That was a good one. All right, my friend. All right, boys. Take care. See you. He's a good man. Yeah. I rock Johnny. The bed had hubcaps. The bed was being put up by hubcaps. Like, look at those rims. I want to sleep on that bed that's shiny. Um, here's Ford in Jersey. You're on my face. Oh, hey, buddies. Yeah. Uh, my neighbor's down in Ocean City, New Jersey, way down south. Um, they come in from Michigan for the summer. And they love the Guidos because they don't have anything like that out by them. No. They think it's a novelty. And, and Ronnie, you know, they're called Shoebies down there, right? If if you actually watch one of the old, like the Wanderers or something, all those kids would be considered Guidos. Definitely. And that was about the 1950s. <laughs> That's like 60 fucking years old now. Yeah. Well, these, this shit. the situation had to have come out of someone's womb and someone's cock. I mean, their their parents are more than babies. Well, here's the, the one little girl that was like, this bothers me more than anything. They have drinks for these kids. Five seconds in, you can see the one little girl is a fucking raving alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, her eyes just glass over, and everybody's like, what's with her? <laughs> Take a fucking second. She, there's, her a fucking body is rejecting alcohol, you idiots. Yeah, and she was she's tiny, that girl. And that's why she got booked on the show. <laughs> she's out of her fucking head alcoholic. Well, you see, coming up this season, she gets punched right in the face. Like, Don't ruin it for me. Not even a slap, a punch. To the face. It's one of the best hits I've ever seen on reality TV. Um, no, I haven't. I did not watch any of this yet. I'll maybe wait for five years in. <laughs> no, you can't. This why is not? too good. This is too good. We got. We we have to see why Schnooky got hit in the head. Is that her name, Schnooky? Yeah. Well, she goes by Snooky, but I think they're calling her either Schnooky or or Snickers. Snickers. They call her both though. I call her they Snickers. They call her Snickers because they're trying to get a fucking deal. Can't deal. <laughs> it's just, now, see, that seems like a perfect example. Italian kids punching women in the face. Well, who, who'd she get punched by, guy or girl? It was a dude, and he was a lot bigger. Why is that a perfect example? Do you think that Italians go around punching other people in the face all the time? No, but that's what these people are portraying as... Well, no, one... Uh, first of all, let's suppose... So I punched Dave in the face. Mm -hmm. I'm not portraying it. I'm fucking punching him in the face. It doesn't have to do with anything else besides that. <laughs> it's fucking insane talk. <laughs> but it's as these kids are professing their uh, Italian heritage, you know, and being so proud of it, that, and then that's the stuff that they do. That MTV I, I, is showing. See, here's what... Now, um, what's John McCain's little blogger daughter name? Megan. Megan. She wrote a thing, Hollywood Hates Our Troops, and it's a review of this uh, movie, Brothers, right? Mm hmm And she saw it, and basically the guy comes back from Afghanistan. I haven't seen the film yet, but apparently he comes back totally changed, not together, didn't, uh, you know, kind of like they used to portray the Vietnam vet, right? Mm hmm But if you're making a movie... You, you have to have drama involved in it, right? You're not going to show the guy who comes back, gets a job at Walmart, and everything's fucking fine. You're going to show 
some kind of fucking extreme to have a fucking movie to have a tv show you can't have six kids sitting there studying right yeah look how many of these kids are hitting each other here you go watch this <laughs> he fucking blasted. i mean that is but here's what i, I fucking love every one of these fucking kids at this jersey shore punch off their back foot not <laughs> one of them knows how to throw a punch right. with any more power than what's just there in their arm. Yeah, it's what gets Eli Mang into trouble with interceptions, throwing off the back foot. You gotta step in. If anything, um, you know, we really should open up some kind of a fucking clinic down there. <laughs> well, good for uh, for Snooky. He didn't hit her. Um, We're stepping in. Ryan, you're on run first. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Hey, Fizz, um, what about Queer Eye? I mean, that's taking the five, basically, stereotypes of gay men and doing it five different ways. And I've met plenty of gay guys that aren't into fashion or anything like that. So, I mean, you still watch that show all the time. They, I, bet, I bet you've met a fucking ton of gay guys. <laughs> they so they did them? Yeah, you made fun of them. Yeah, for no them reason. Gay. And then it kind of runs down gay people at the same time. <laughs> Shouldn't they picked five experts in their fields? They're, it's a makeover show. Of course, they're going to pick fashion experts and that Carson was and hairstylists. A cartoon. They were all kind of cartoons. Yeah, but that Carson was so so. And then crazy. every week they went looking for fucking uh, bacon strips in the underwear. Every fucking week it was gross. <laughs> Those guys were all had. They were fucking dookie freaks. <laughs> Um, let me go over here to Rob. Rob, you're on Runfez. Afternoon, buddies. Yeah. Ronnie, I went to uh, Gordon Ramsay's London on your recommendation, and it was fantastic. Oh, good. Uh, I'm taking out a, a new girlfriend that I really want to impress this weekend, and I wanted to know what your recommendation would be. Uh, what kind of food do you like? Uh, Ron, you know what? I'm going to 100% trust you on anything. Uh, you didn't steer me wrong yet. Uh, I, I'll tell you what. Do me a favor. Um... Write to me, Ron and AOL. Tell me what you're doing the rest of the night, and I'll come up with something for you, all right? Thank you very much, Ronnie. I all appreciate right. it. Nice little restaurant myself every once in a while. I'll go out and enjoy something. I got a new secret sushi place now, too. Oh, cool. Unbelievable. Where is it? On the east side. What's the address? <sighs> I'm not giving it out to you, Dave. I'm keeping this one on the QT. All right. There are six tables, I believe, in the entire place. Jesus. You know what I order when I go in there? What? Nothing. I said, bring me whatever. Bring me the good stuff for today. They must make a lot on takeout if there's only six tables. No, no takeout. No takeout? I don't do the takeout sushi deal. I think it's disgusting. But You know, the, the thing about sushi is you have to eat it as soon as it's fucking cut. So if you're at some place and they bring out... 200 hours worth of sushi and they put it on the fucking table, you're already being fucking uh, ripped off. Mm. Sushi's the same situation. Sushi. We're going to break here. Uh, when we get back, we're going to go over the rules for what's going to happen in the uh, character uh, face down between Dave and Fess. Run a Fess show. Maybe you'd like to get smacked in the face with my big pot. Don't fuck around with 
wildly. Maybe you'd like to get smacked in the face with my big top. He'll hit you with his dingling. Maybe you'd like to get smacked in the face with my big top. He'll rub his smelly junk in your face. Maybe you'd like to get smacked in the face with my big top. So just mind your P's and Q's right now. Uh-oh, what's happening? It says meltdown. You picked the wrong day to go to the ball, Cinderella. Cause all I'll tell you what, I'll jack you off until you come. That's what I'll end up doing to you, buddy. He'll jerk you off. He'll make you come. You'll wish you never fucked around with Wadley. He'll jerk you off. He'll make you come. He'll make you wish that you never fucked around. Cause all I'll tell you what, I'll jack you off until you come. That's what I'll end up doing to you, buddy. Don't fuck with Fez. Don't fuck with Fez. Don't fuck with Fez. Don't fuck with Fezzy. Don't fuck with Fez. Don't fuck with Wadley. We didn't steal. They tossed the ball! The whole fucking bar! Right, Fez Show. Well, coming up, we will be uh, dropping some people from 202 Friends. Mainly on the fact of not really Twittering enough. Also, uh, Dave versus Fez in the character. Uh, face down what are the rules boys how this is gonna work is we will go head to head one mm. character versus one character back and forth doing our characters mm-hmm. now of course everything's gonna be judged on not only the amount of characters but of course you know which character pops the most favorite character that one of us does and also the uh, the originality that goes into it all right, so is it going to go character against character or overall? Uh, how do you want the judges to uh, vote on this? Overall, yeah, overall, but make a mental note of which character is was the best one because that's one of the judging qualifications. All right, uh, who do you got in there with you tonight? With today, Hicks? It's myself and Sky Too Hotty. You'll each be getting a, a, a secret vote oh. along with myself, and then uh, we'll leave some of it open to the listeners. Okay. Very, very exciting. Very, very exciting. I know I'm excited. I'm very excited. Are the characters going to be talking to each other or just on their own? No, they're on their own. Mm. They're on their own. All right, Davey Mac, I want you to uh, be ready to write down who's out and who's in. Right now, 202 Friends. Okay. Uh, let's go through it. 202 friends on Twitter, by the way. We're following, of course, 36 people. I'm either going to uh, recommend that they're dropped 
they stay or they get a warning. Okay. Three. Uh, crazed? Yeah. Dropped. Wow. Paulo? Yes. Dropped. Oh, my. Paranoid? Uh-huh. Drop them. <gasps> There's just even a blank page there. Wow. Um, Brooksy? Yes. Stalker Patty? Yeah. Keep. Okay, good. Kathleen from the Bronx? Yes. She is a keeper. Okay. Uh, Missy? Uh-huh. Is a keeper with a star next to her. Missy Star. Okay. E Eddie Trunk? Right. Well, how's this sound to you? Uh, he's in Hollywood going out and seeing Steel Panther at the House of Blues. That's a keep, my friend. Okay. Uh, Hard Rock Johnny? Mm-hmm. Keep. Okay. Ronnie B. Line of the Day. Or Ronnie B. Quotes. Keep. Okay. Uh, Big A. Is a keeper. All right. Mm, let's see. Pat from Monaki. Keeper. Okay. Just John. Keeper. Okay. Let's see. Mikey Boy uh, would have been dropped, but it seems like in the last uh, couple of days. Mm hmm Yeah, keep him. Okay. He saw which way the wind was blowing. Yeah, it seems like there's a new Mikey Boy going on. Uh-huh. E-Rock is a keeper. Okay. Mooch Cassidy. Um, <laughs> surprised how shit the David Cross, Will Arnett, UK TV pilot was. Um, all right, let's leave him as a keeper. All right. Uh, although he musics too much, he's still a keeper. Okay. Uh, Sherwin Sleeves, keeper. Okay. Brazilian Julie, keeper. All right. Jay Moore, who accused Robin Williams of stealing his uh, material. Ooh la la, that's a keeper. Okay. Um, and also saying Gary Unmarried was 8212 on Amazon this morning. Can enough of you buy it to get it up to 5000 I like that attitude. Keeper. Okay. Dr. Steve, well, Fez and I both need antibiotics, so keeper. Okay. Uh, now let's go over and see Rorschach. Walking around T-shirts and shorts. Is this stubbornness or too stupidity? Yeah, he's a keeper. All right. I like uh, what what he has to say. Mafia life, obviously keeper. Okay. G baby is a keeper. Now that Fred from Brooklyn has opened himself back up, he is a keeper. Dave McDonald, uh, hmm, keeper. Uh, oh, okay. Good. Congrats. Thank you. Don Costello, keeper. Lily. Uh, just drop her. Oh, my gosh. She just doesn't do it enough. She just doesn't go enough. Sam is a keeper. Jim Norton. Let me see some of these. Uh, thanks to the great Ron Bennington for the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, he's a keeper. Okay. Like the things that he says. Right. Franklin from Cyper Films. He's a warning. Warning. The give first him a, warning. Yeah, give him a warning. I'd planned on warning more people. Uh, DJ Newstyle is a keeper. We're proud to have him. Um, Joe Reiner is a warning. Whoa. And it's going to be simply be more interesting. Because I can't take the people who just talk to other people. You have to make your own statement in life. Okay. I'll make sure these are written warnings and they get mailed out. Um, let me even pull that warning. Just drop them. <gasps> I'm, just because as I sit here going over it, mm -hmm. I see there's no there there. There's nothing happening. Uh, Earl Douglas, so oh, that's a keeper. Okay. Uh, 
HTG. Very happy. Ten to two and four and a half. What's that even mean? I love when Franklin's in studio and she's spamming. She has a warning. Warning, okay. Give her a straight warning. All right. All right. Yeah. I don't even know what some of these things mean. Anthony is... Cumia? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he may be a warning. There's just <gasps> not... And when he's on, like, there was nobody better during the, the World Series. Right. But since the World Series... Uh, That's a month and a half ago. Yeah, but, it, I mean, it was it was legendary. It was legendary. Morning, But uh, let me tell you, it was a month and a half ago, November 4th, and that's still on the front page. That's <laughs> how little he's doing. So just let him know. Don't even put it as a warning. Put it down as just uh, a request. We'd like to see you uh, tweeting more. Friendly okay. reminder. And fight with people. All right. Uh, Opie, let's see. Someone please tell Lady Gaga to leave the Halloween costume home the next time she meets the Queen. Oh, that's good stuff. We want that. Not only is that uh, not a warning, that's exactly where we want people. Making big statements. Okay. And, uh... Hmm. Baby girl. She's definitely back on it in the last couple hours. Good. Still give her a warning. 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 We just want to keep her out there. Okay. But we do like her picture. So there you go. There you have it. All right. How many warnings? Uh, three warnings. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five outs. And mm. a lot of, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, seven, over 20 ins. Did Mikey Boy get a warning? No, Mikey Boy got in. Yeah, put him back as a warning. Oh, my God. And just say, only because I realize everything that's been interesting has been the last 12 hours. Oh, my uh -huh. God. Okay. Yeah. So that's going to hurt him that he was, gonna, he was in. Well, no. Uh, first of all, he did pass, but it's like he got a C, but we know he can do a lot better. Okay. That's a warning. Yeah. And right. Anthony, one friendly request. So the, the outs are crazed, Paulo. Perinoid, Lily, and Joe Reiner are out. Yeah. Do they need to be notified? Yeah. <sighs> Jeez. All right. That's tough. That's a tough break. Paulo especially. Yeah, Perinoid is dropped only because he doesn't uh, even have anything on that page. There's nobody be better than Paranoid when he wants it. Angry Missy was the only person who got a star as well. Opie also gets, gets that, a star. Opie gets a star? Yeah. Okay. Opie does it exactly the way it should be done. There's always something funny, or there's a picture, or, you know, when he retweets, it's a, it's a bit of gossip. Right. You know, it's good stuff in there. That's the whole reason why I started following along anybody. Okay. The holidays will be here before you know it. It's Teddy Bear, the Vermont Teddy Bear Company, making sure all your holiday season... I want to be your little teddy bear. Making sure all your holiday season needs are taken care of. The woman in your life, she works hard. She's especially working hard making sure the holidays are nice. How do you know? How do you know who, how the, if the person has a woman in their life 
or if that woman's working hard. You know what that sounds like to me, Fez? What's that? Anti-gay. Why can't you say the person in your life? Well, any person in your life would enjoy a Vermont teddy bear. That's what I'm saying, but you didn't, you didn't put it that way. You said the woman in your life. So you can surprise your loved one with a Vermont teddy bear from the Vermont Teddy Bear Company. It's, now, how do you surprise her? Well, you go ahead and you call up. You call 1-800-829-BEAR. That's 1-800-829-BEAR. Talk to a bear counselor and pick out just the right bear and have it sent to work or home to surprise someone during the holiday season. Why would you send it to work? Well, because then everyone sees it. Everyone sees her get a gift for, at work, and it's like they know she's got a great person in her life, and it makes all the other co-workers jealous. Mm -hmm. Vermont I love this idea now. Yeah. It's not so much you're giving her something. She's showing off to the people that aren't getting mm. Vermont Teddy Bear Company, 1-800-829-BEAR. That's 1-800-829-BEAR. And in minutes, she's going to get the surprise of the season. Send a Vermont Teddy Bear today and bring the holiday hustle to a halt. That's 1-800-829-BEAR. Or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. Overnight and Christmas delivery is guaranteed. That's 1-800-829-BEAR for the Vermont Teddy Bear Company. Oh. Uh, Lily just texted me, and she'd say, she said, I dropped me too. Twitter blows. I need more than 140 characters to express myself. Mm -mm. And then she just writes ox ox. Mm. Well, see, that was only four she, characters there. She's a wildlife fan. Other people seem to pull it off. I know I do. It's very strange. Did you, now, did you hear how many times my text went off? But I only got the one text. Yeah, that happens. And then I sent out some texts this morning that I don't think arrived. Because I never heard back. Bad weather, though, in the Northeast. Was it a Northeaster? No, it wasn't. It was just bad weather. I'm taking the boat out today if you want to go. <laughs> I think there's a small craft advisory. What's bothering you right now, Auntie Fez? What's on your nerves? Well, they canceled. This is weird that this is bothering me. They canceled as the world turns. The mm -hmm. soap opera? Now, I'm here at work. I don't watch the soap operas. But I still felt really bad that this got canceled. Why? It was because it was just a traditional daytime thing. 54 years on the air. And then kind of just unceremoniously dumped. I just kind of felt bad for, like, the show, like it was a person. Yeah, I know nothing about it. I never even heard of the show before. What's it called? As the World oh. Turns. Maybe I have heard that name. As the World Turns. No, I haven't. I know I've never seen it. How, how long was it on? 54 years. Well, I mean, a soap opera doesn't make sense in today's age. People aren't looking for something to go on constantly. We like our entertainment shorter and shorter and shorter. Mm. One of the problems with TV now is a drama is an hour. People don't want that. You ever even notice, like, when you watch a movie at home, you don't give it the attention that you did even a few years ago? Yes. It I used to be. Uh, people would be like this. Late show comes on TV. Whatever it was, they were watching it. There's a movie on at four. Let's watch the movie. Now I sit there, I go through every fucking movie. I'm like, I can't believe I pay all this money. I don't know what the hell I'm looking for. 
I honestly couldn't tell you what I'm looking for at night. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Pat in Florida, you're on Fez. Hey there, Ronnie B. Um, I want to come to the defense of Paranoid. I know he's on the outlet, but can we maybe change that to a warning? He was the one that gave us that penny stock chaser jingle. Well, first of all, he wasn't. That was Sleeves. And second of oh. all, this has nothing to do with the excellent songs that Paranoid gives. This is based solely on the amount that he twitters, and he doesn't twitter much at all. Just like Lily. She's not taking it personal. She's not a big twitterer. This is a business decision. Lily understands 100%. Yeah. Now, I would never keep up twittering. I don't have it in me. Well... It's fun because you can actually Twitter from your cell phone, so there's no excuse now. You see, I didn't Twitter when I thought you only had to do it from your computer, but as soon as I realized you could send a text message to Twitter, forget about it. If you, if you want to be followed, you have to be somebody who has interesting stuff. Uh, Dave, even though he rarely writes anything that's interesting, he'll take a Twitter of himself doing something stupid. I've laughed hard at your Twitters. I have a more cinema, cinematographic mm -hmm. way to Twitter. I like to visually give you the Twitter. Yeah, I'm not going to write a lot of stuff. Now, Ant, when he was Twittering, he would fight with people. Hysterical. Then you could go over, see the person that he was fighting with, and it was, uh, it was a ball. Opie will give you uh, little backstage shots. I gave a shot of the Kardashians yesterday. You took that picture? Mm-hmm. With my cell phone. See how much bigger Chloe is than Kim. A lot of people taller. didn't know that. No. Lot, uh, much you know taller. what? Yesterday was an exciting day here in the halls. So many people. Today it's dead out there. <laughs> now, um, you and I, well, no, you weren't with me. I was with your friend uh, Sam. Me, Sam, and Iraq were uh, talking, and then we hear, how you doing? And it was Chris Brown trying to say how you doing to us like we were waiting to see him. <laughs> but I know nothing about him other than he punched a girl. <laughs> and he looks so much like a little kid, like how could he hurt her? Uh, well, she's also very small, probably. Now, from what I understand, uh, our guest from yesterday, unhappy, and we can't run the Sunday night show? Right, yeah. Yeah, the guest yesterday, we cannot... What is his name? Bill Cosby. We Thank cannot you. we cannot air that on Sunday. What happened? There was some problems with the release form. How long you you release it for and all? Exactly. So, uh, I've had that happen backstage at Unmasked. Just when people are, they're going, like, what does this mean? Does this mean you can run it five years from now? And I always go like this. I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't. You're right. I don't know what those fucking forms say. Uh, I can understand people not wanting to sign things. I don't find signing things to be fun. I don't know what it means. <laughs> Why don't you call your agent, have him sign stuff? <laughs> Why are you doing it? Um, Tom Houston, you're on Runafez. Hey, Ronnie, why do they call it a soap opera? Well, because at the time, and the funny thing about it is CBS, who canceled uh, the show yesterday, invented the term soap opera, and now they have none left. But it's basically because they used to sell uh, soap to the ladies during the daytime. Uh, that's where it came from. And it was this, you know, a heavy-handed uh, cereal that would go by every day of somebody was, you know, cheating on someone. And 
whatever, uh, Dave doesn't know who his real daughter is, and then he ends up trying to marry her, and Ron comes in, but I'm really Dave's half-brother. These are fucking insane things. <laughs> right. Uh, My comas, too, and amnesias. The, the comas right. happen. Uh, someone's always trying to take over a town or a business <laughs> and get rid of someone else. They never were entertaining. But the the women needed it to have the day go by. That's all. To just have yeah. the day go by. I was now they got a million other choices. Yeah, I was like soap dish, the movie based on it. But I, I soap operas I hated, hated with a passion. I remember my brother like liking soap operas. What about like, General Hospital? No, that was a big thing. There, there was a summer where I was very into all my children, and it was it moved so slow. Oh my gosh, it would t you would it would take a month for something to get resolved. Well, this this is funny. I remember uh, my mother and my aunt. They would literally like iron, and watch soap operas, and my mother never called them by the name. She would always say my stories, <laughs> and then she would say like my two o'clock story. Like, she wouldn't even learn the name <laughs> of something she watched five days a week. I was watching my two o'clock stories. And then one day, uh, you know, I come home, she's not, well, why don't you have your two o'clock story on? Oh, God, I've had it with them. <laughs> so stupid. And a week later, she's watching her story again. I'm like, oh, you're watching this again? I just turned it on. I don't know. You could miss a week and not really miss anything on yeah. a soap opera. Um... It moves like a comic strip serial, mm. like Mary Worth of the Phantom. Yeah, I uh, I, I can't imagine too. how old that you are that you would bring up Mary <laughs> Worth. But yes, that's exactly what it was. I hated those too, and like Little Orphan Annie, it's the first comic strip you just you skip. But I I think it was always <laughs> also supposed to be about it would give women an okay thing to gossip, so they could gossip about what the people were doing on those shows as opposed to gossiping about people in their town. Mm. They could do it and get away with it. And you could feel superior. Like, oh, I would never bone that guy the night before my wedding. <laughs> I'm better than her. It was always really awful, too, when you were sick at home from school, and like just right, basically after Price is Right went on. Went you want to clear air. that, don't you, Fez? What's you wanna, that? You want to clear that just out. It's driving you crazy. <laughs> yeah. Driving me crazy, too. I'm just glad we have the same thing. I don't want the Brian Gumbles. Don't spray any more of that stuff. I don't think it's helping. I've been healthy. Lysol will help. I'm healthy, man. I'm not getting sick. I think it's sticking to what open lung passages I have left. Oh, yeah. You're a guy that always worries that you're being suffocated. Yeah. Absolutely. There's just a finite amount of air any place. Obviously, on the planet Earth, there's a finite <laughs> amount of air. I guess Price is Right is now the jewel of daytime television. With has, these soaps going away? Has to be. I don't think so. I think you're still looking at Oprah. Well, oh, yeah, I guess she's on at 4 o'clock. There's nobody that's going to beat her numbers. And I don't think Price is Right probably does as good as Regis, do you think? I mean, at some point, you got to get around saying Regis is something. Yeah, but I think Price is Right does very, very well. I mean, Price is Right's been on for a lot longer than Regis. Yeah, but... It's the same fucking guy. Where Price is Right is a new guy. I don't know how you can look at the show like it's the same. Mm. John, you're on Fez. Hey, I got a spy report for Fizzy. Yeah. Um, Bruce Springsteen, according to his website, has supported the New Jersey gay marriage bill. I didn't even know he was gay. <laughs> uh, 
I had no idea Springsteen was gay. No, he's not. He's married to Patty. Nice work. That's why he's the boss. Hmm. Like in an S&M way? That's his nickname. Sean, you're on Fez. Morning, boys. Yeah. Uh, note before I get to my actual question, talking about the soap operas, my grandmother used to watch Days of Our Lives for years until Marlena got possessed by the devil. She's like, oh, that's it. I can't watch that anymore. Turned it off. But my real question, Ron, was uh, back in the 50s and 60s, movies used to be like two and a half hours long. Then in the 70s and 80s, they were like an hour and a half. Now they've got back to two and a half hours long. I just wondered why you think that is. Well, uh, thank you for calling. Um, yeah, I don't understand because most of the movies that you see could normally be be shorter. It depends what, you know, the comedies are still... But actually, you know, Woody Allen comedies of the 70s were like 80 minutes, and now they're at least an hour 45. Like, Step Brothers was ridiculously long. It, it hurt the movie. Yeah, because you got Step Brothers pretty fucking fast. And I thought it was actually very funny. It just is like an hour 45? Come on, that's almost two Woody Allen movies. But, I mean, you could go in, cut out 25 minutes from Step Brothers, and you'd be fine. Yes. It didn't matter where. You'd still be able to follow it. That's what I mean. You know, they they, they should have just cut a huge chunk of that movie out as for dramas i mean the 80s didn't have a lot of good dramas so that's why their their fucking movies were shorter 70s and 90s and 2000s have had better movies at least dramas wise but you know if you complain about the length of a movie it just means that you don't like the movie nobody wants to get out of a situation that they're enjoying so if you're saying I liked the movie, but it was mm. too long. Mm -hmm. You're saying I didn't like the movie. Right. Well, I think you're saying there were scenes that you didn't like, and you're, you're doing some editing in your head. Right. That means that you didn't like the movie. If you thought that the movie was too long, it didn't happen. It didn't happen for you. And my friend always gives me that excuse, and it just doesn't make sense. I mean, where are you going? I think it's become one of those things that you can repeat now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not real thinking criticism. Just like the price of these tolls, no <laughs> one's going to ever, you know, you get to get away with that. You know, because no one's going to say, no, we we really should be paying more for tolls. They, <laughs> they, they don't have anything to really say about the movie. Just too long. <laughs> I don't like it. And, like, you know, everyone complains about the ticket prices, so you would think they would want a longer movie for, you know, to have more of a bargain. Well, it's an inter you know, it's an interesting point. And Tarantino, I heard him say before, no one complains about a four-hour football game. Why wouldn't you go to a four-hour movie? But we don't. You, If someone like Che came out, it was like four hours, everyone's like, I can't go there. Right. You know, but if you sat down to watch a football game, started at one, went in overtime and ended at five, you'd be fine with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. It's maybe very, movies need a halftime. And people, the guy brought up Bruce. People could even complain about rock concerts being too long. That I really don't understand. You're paying fifty, a hundred dollars. You're waiting three or four months, and then you want a short concert. Right, and if you went out to a bar, it wouldn't be fucking weird to stay for four hours. Yeah, like, what's the point? Why are you getting... You, this is like a, a thing, you know, you're going to see Bruce once every few years. You don't need to uh, have a short concert. Just I think listen people, to CD. I think people worry about having to piss. They With go the, piss. And take a piss. Go With piss. the football game or the bar, you can go piss anytime. Go piss. There's are a halftime. So they're that the ego movie, the concert, you're going to miss something. But they're that egocentric that because how, they how have are you to piss. missing something 
by not leaving. If you leave, you're missing something, too. That's because the world revolves around them. So th- th- everything has to shut down while they piss. And 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 if they only want a two-hour concert, the guy should only perform two hours again. Because remember, we have to piss. <laughs> right. How selfish are you? There's people like me who don't piss. Or go if piss. I do piss, I piss in a cup while go, watching the show. Go piss during a drum solo. <laughs> There's always a place to piss. You know? 41 shots. Bruce, bring that out. <laughs> you go piss. You'll see it. You'll see people. What? New no. Piss time. <laughs> I'm all down with the new, but some of the... Yeah. Haven't you ever, though, you go fucking take a piss, and all of a sudden you hear spirits of the night? You just <laughs> yeah, get running right. back in? <laughs> Shit! I always piss uh, when I see Billy Joel, only the good die young. That's my I piss song. I don't blame you. Just, I, I've had it because of the... Oh, not because of the song, because the radio overplay of that song is just enough. Virginia, don't wait. There's... Yeah, we understand. We understand all the lyrics. Why, would, why if you hate it so much, would you make us <laughs> sing through it? I don't get your fucking point. Um, here is uh, Nate in Atlanta. You're on my face. Hey, hey, Ron. Uh, you're absolutely right about long movies. Have you ever heard anybody say, hey, you know, Star Wars is too long or uh, Apocalypse Now or The Godfather? It just means that they don't like that film, but they yeah. don't know how to say it. It almost is like I can put up with a bad film if for short. <laughs> right. Uh, that I don't get. And does anyone ever say a film was too short? No. Some of these films, a money-making thing, if they go two and a half hours, it costs them uh, a viewing a day and will end up costing them money. Right. So I don't know why they don't want to do the tighten up. Dan in Florida, you're on Fez. What happened to intermissions? Do movies even do that anymore? Uh, man, let me think. The last time I was at a film and it was intermission might have been the 80s. It was Reds. Other than Grindhouse. Well, Grindhouse was actually two movies. Oh, right, yeah. It wasn't yeah. one movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't think and I've they didn't ever... Do, uh, yeah. do so much in intermission as more... I mean, you wouldn't want to walk out on those shorts, which right. were, you know, those trailers, which were really part of the show. I don't think I've ever been in a movie where there was an intermission. Didn't Che have an intermission? The, yeah, Che uh, did. And then there was some talk about showing it at different um, times. Uh, like, you'll see one half one night, the next half the right. next night. Which, who would have a problem with that? Just put out the same three, mo- put out the movies all the same fucking time. <laughs> Here's one, two, and three or something. That would be awesome. It's like a miniseries. You just have to leave your home for it. When's the last time a miniseries was big? Is that the 70s or 80s, too? No, um, HBO does miniseries. You know, that John Adams was a miniseries. Band of Brothers was a miniseries. But is that, is that really a miniseries because it plays every week? Like, it's just a short series. No, I mean, well, a miniseries used to play episodes. Yeah, but a miniseries used to play every night of the week. Right. Like, when Roots came uh. out... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and finally you were fucking done Roots, and that was the end of it. Well, I'm, I know at HBO at least called a miniseries event because they they said the, there's going to be eight of these, and then that's it. That's done. But, a, but, you know, that's a series over in fucking England. You know, that's the English office, basically, mm. one season. But a miniseries used to be every night you got to right. be watching. I think North and South was the last big network TV seri- uh, miniseries. Never saw it. That Civil War one with Patrick Swayze. Oh. Um, here's uh, Doug and Pia. You're on my face. 
Hey, what's up? Yeah. I just want to chime in here. That I went to see Gods and Generals. I think it was like 2003. It was almost a four-hour movie, and they had inter- intermission in it. Mm. You know, a, a series. If you go and get like just a series that you haven't seen, like like what I'm doing right now with "It's Funny in Philadelphia," it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, basically, that's like making a movie. You take your series and turn it into a movie. Yeah. Why I love to uh, watching four or five episodes a night now. That's great. I, I I got into Lost. Your eyes look terrible. Two seasons. The right one. Yeah. Is uh, something. There's dust particles flying around in here. And one of them got into my eye. But the Lost. Or I that Lysol. <laughs> no, I don't think it's like. But the first two, I missed the first two seasons of Lost, and that's why it's like one of my favorite shows of all time. Is because it's like, oh my god, I got to watch four hours in a sitting. What what season are we coming up to with Lost now? Five. No, I think this is the sixth. And this is the end, right? Yeah. Now, did I just skip the last season, or have I skipped the last two? I think you just... Well, it's weird, because the last season, they had, like, season A and season B. I think you skipped the last two. Did I skip A and B, or the season before and A and B? I think you skipped five and four. Seasons uh, five and four. Get me those. Okay. Get on top of it. The last season was terrific. Make it happen. I don't give away anything. I'm going to catch up... And when February comes, I'll be watching with you guys. All right. I'll be like, oh, my God, I hope they open up that latch. No, no. There's there's a lot more. To what it. do you think's inside there? Well, you're going to be. Australian. No, it's not in Australia. More others. Well, there are some of those. Here's our old buddy, half astronaut. Astronaut, you're on a fuzz. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. Uh, I live in the Austin, Texas area, and I've been hearing a bunch of callers from there. So I set up a Twitter site, RFATX. I wanted to see if maybe you can get some of the people from around here to follow it so that we can start having our own Ron and Fez party. If you get a nice Ron and Fez party going in Austin, I'll come. Oh, man. Because I always wanted to hang out in Austin. Uh, cool music down there. Whatever. Cool music I got. Daniel Johnston. What year is this that you're bringing up Daniel Johnston? 1988, baby. <laughs> I don't want to go to Seattle and see Pearl Jam play. <laughs> He's still great. Do they even, does anybody even base themselves out of Seattle anymore? Any of those Pearl Jam still records in, uh, a lot of times in Washington. They record a couple albums in Los Angeles, but they'll, they have a compound in near uh, Seattle where, where they record their albums. Let me tell you, their last two albums are some of the best stuff they ever did. Yeah, you tell me every day. <laughs> There's not a day goes by you don't fucking bring it up to me. I'm not only starting to like Eddie by himself, because he thinks he's a folk singer. Oh, no, he's terrific solo. The stuff he did on Into the Wild was amazing. Yeah. But they, he actually has a couple songs on this new album, Backspacer, that are very Into the Wildish. So you'd, you'd like it. Oh, so he's finally drugged the rest of the band into that? <laughs> uh, he has a couple songs. We're a folk band, boys. <laughs> no, because the, the, the rest of the album is charged up, baby. We're ready to go. We're electric. We're on fire. PJ. What, what if I let you play one song? Can you give me one song that'll turn me around? Yes. Why don't we take a break? We come back. Okay. You play one song. Like, I see what's in the way. Yeah, we'll come back from the break with it. Great. But this is your chance to blow it up. Awesome. All right? Yes. Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam coming back with Eastside Dave. He's going to capture our hearts. Take a break. Uh, when we also get back, there will be a character showdown. Fez versus Dave. It's the Run Fez Show.
Hmm. It's Dave's favorite band, Pearl Jam. Uh, uh, that mm. rocked. And that was live, as you could tell, because yeah. Dillette doesn't have any new Pearl Jams in it. No offense, but I really thought the 90s Pearl Jam was uh, a lot stronger. Oh. It just seems somewhat basic to me. Uh, Hicks, where are you on the live Pearl Jam you just played? Uh, not a big fan. Yeah. Not like a tear, oh, that's awful or anything like that. I just don't know if I could put it with the 90s stuff that they did. Oh, man. I think it's got so much energy, so much vitality. I feel like uh, these two albums, Backspacer and the uh, album before that, Pearl Jam, self-titled, were just some of the best shit. Because it's Maybe there. I just need to spend a lot of time with it, Dave. Yeah, you should. Maybe I just need to take a weekend, a away weekend by myself, just me and the speakers. Guarantee you you'd like it mm. if you did that. Uh, emails. We get emails. And now, Ron and Fez, the show of the future, brings you... Electronic, electronic mail. mail. Mail sent electronically. And... I kind of like the solo stuff better that he's done. Maybe Pearl Jam's done. He should just go out as a solo. No, act. Pearl Jam is far from done. Uh, this uh, sends us stuff about a young gentleman that was... Uh, Executed in Columbus, Ohio, and they explained uh, what his last meal was: uh, cheese pizza, extra cheese, onions, mushrooms, green peppers, onion rings, fried mushrooms, tortilla chips, and French onion soup. He also had some blueberry ice cream, cherry pie, Dr Pepper, and ketchup. Uh, the writer whose name is Jim writes to us I never understood why the interest in last meals think about it you have heard and read about this stuff all your life and I do think it goes back at least hundreds of years that we would say you could have any last meal that you want and then enjoy it um, I think our interest goes from this and I'm just guessing it is some way to relate without having to relate to the fact that someone's being put to death. But you could easily go, what did he order? Oh, I wouldn't have done that. I definitely would have had uh, fried chicken, you know? Mm -hmm. So you get to pay attention to the execution story without really hearing the gruesome details. I think it, uh, the interest there is the finality of it, of no more th things on Earth. I understand, but they don't say, here's the last time he went to sleep. This was his last shit. This is the last TV song. They only bring up the last meal. Now, last words they kind of like. Right. They, they will put last words in, although very few people do them anymore. Right. But uh, the last meal has always been in the paper. It's always been a piece of business that the newspapers like to report. And I imagine that they like to report because we like to read about them. And we've all had that, what would you pick as your last meal? And the interesting thing is that most people, and they even went around to the greatest chefs in the world, most of us, if we thought it was our last meal, it's always something that our mom prepared for us, something that we had as a kid. Hmm. It has nothing to do with taste. Uh, it has everything to do with comfort. Uh, I think also they're just, they also have to, you know, they're trying to appease the prisoner, too, mm -hmm. to just kind of make him, you know, we're not, not, not to treat him so barbarically. And, um, well, yeah. Honestly, it also keeps them a little quiet. I, I, yeah, I, hours. I kind of agree with that, that we like to think that we're somehow better 
than Stone Cold Killers. Right. You know what I mean? We're not super freaks. We're able to say, look, we gave this guy uh, a last meal. Yeah. The I can't believe any of the condemned ever are able to eat their last meal. I get weak stomached if I have to fly a week out. Never mind headed to the gallows. It is a good point. They never really say how many people hold that last meal down. And I think it's another reason why they go for comfort. But I will bring this um, up, too, Fez, to you. You eat the same meals every uh, week, right? Mm -hmm. You have a what day? A set schedule. Let, let's go through your schedule. All right. Monday is Monday Night Raw, so it's wrestling. That's a pizza night. Mm -hmm. Tuesday is the baked chicken from the diner. Right. Uh, Wednesday is the pork chops from the diner. Thursday is Chinese food. Friday is a cheeseburger deluxe mm. from the diner. And then Saturday and Sunday really catch as catch can. Well, give me an example of catch as catch can. Where maybe like Sunday I'll go for a meatloaf. From you the know, diner? From the diner, mm -hmm. yeah. Or maybe, you know, Saturday uh, maybe it could end up where I have another cheeseburger. Mm. It could be a repeat day. You go back to back. Yeah. <laughs> It's happened. I won't deny it. Well, here's my point about that. If you fall into that kind of schedule, the Fez does, you it kind of keeps it from being great because you get too used to it. Mm. So you almost don't have that. Like, let's say if you haven't had a pizza in a while, nothing is better than a pizza. But if you fall into the weekly pizza, you're almost eating it like it's dry toast. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter what it is. You ever go someplace... Oh, they've got the world's greatest. If you go back the following day, it's not as great as it was the day before. It's one of the reasons I like to keep moving around with restaurants all the time. <laughs> and I, I could never fall into Fez's jailhouse mentality of <laughs> what to do with my own thing. So that diner makes quite a few bucks off you. Yeah, he does all right. Yep. And you never sit down at the diner and eat? Mm, very rarely. Oh, I'm, I mean, maybe once a month, if that. All right, we talked uh, yesterday about how many uh, meals, I mean, how many movies you see alone. You said about 99%. Mm -hmm. But about 99% of your meals are alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the only, the only uh, time where I'm with another person is when I'm tipping the delivery boy. That's the only meal interaction. <laughs> That's mm. sad, I guess. Well, it's not sad if that's what he wants. He lives in Manhattan. You can go out anywhere and eat in Manhattan. And you will see people eating solo in fantastic places. Oh, sure, yeah. There's no kind of, I'm embarrassed that I'm a solo. I go out all the time, and, I'll, and there'll be like older ladies sitting next to me having fantastic meals. Sometimes I'll end up talking with them. Oh, that's fun to do. Yeah, but Fez, you don't really like meeting people, right? It's not a comfortable thing. It's difficult for me, Ronnie. Yeah. It really um, is. Uh, let's go over here to Tony, Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, I was just curious. I listen to the show a lot, and I always hear Fez crying about, you know, he's scared he's going to die from a heart attack, blah, blah, blah. And he eats like shit. And does he even try to stay alive? Is he even trying to eat right? And do the right thing and keep his uh, heart healthier? Or well, you heard his schedule. It's pretty heart uh, healthy. Mm -hmm. There's the deluxe cheeseburger. <laughs> there's pizza. 
meatloaf, which is the cheeseburger without the roll. <laughs> and then as soon as I'm done, I take my heart pills for the night. Never a dessert for you? No, I usually... You don't, you don't no. like a little something sweet? No, I usually, I do not order a dessert with the meal. Mm. Never do. See, I'm taking care of myself. I don't know what Tony in Kentucky's talking about. You can't have a sentence that long without breathing. You almost <laughs> passed away then. <laughs> I don't know what Tony Kentucky's there about. Um, here's uh, Scott Anaheim. Hey, what's up, so he's going to wind up like that sausage, egg, and cheese guy. He would just sit in his house all day and get, get sausage, egg, and cheese delivered. Someone's going to find him dead a week later, just rotting in his sausage, egg, and cheese. Uh, I can't fucking lie to you right now. I'd love to have some sausage, egg, and cheese. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. And the diner would miss me. They would know to call someone. Hex, are you a scheduled uh, eater like that, or you just eat whatever you want? I eat whatever I want when I want. Yeah. Like a scavenger, really. <laughs> Much like Dave. The vultures. Yeah. No, I'm the one. Dave's what's worse. He's the I, king. I walked into the office yesterday. In the garbage was four perfectly fine chicken wings from Wendy's. What kind of person throws these out? Why don't you just tell those guys when they have extra food, give them to you? I do. That's why you see so E-Rock sometimes giving me a muffin. All right. Remember when I had a, a sandwich the other day and you guys went away? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave hung, hung out got half of it. <laughs> After he said, Great. what do you guys know? Nothing for me. Then, how'd you like that sandwich? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. I, I really wanted to get another one. I, I was like, shit, I wish I had some money. Now I'd go out and get a full one. Why don't you just say when someone's getting lunch, you'd like a sandwich? Why do you say nothing for me? Well, no, they had already gotten their food. They didn't say, hey, we're ordering food. They had brought in the food, so I wasn't going to Here's Papa J. You're on a fez. If the girls don't think of them, they're awful. <laughs> the girls shouldn't come in here with something for me unless they got something for Dave and Hicks. But then again, they're terrible people. <laughs> I wasn't um, saying that. Just... Yeah, you are. You're basically <laughs> calling them what they are. Awful, terrible people. Uh, Papa Jay, you're on running Fez. Hey, Fezzy, if, uh, if you were convicted of raping and killing a young boy and your execution was going to happen on a Monday, would you stick to your schedule or would you go and eat something other than the pizza? Wow, I think I would have wow, to... Wow, that's, in, that's interesting. <laughs> I think I would have to stick with the pizza. You better, because if you break that pattern, something bad could happen to you. <laughs> would they let me watch wrestling, too, that last night? I just feel like you should flip-flop pizza and uh, Mondays and Fridays, because pizza always felt like a Friday meal to me, and Mondays would be more of a burger. I see where you're coming from, but to me, pizza always went with wrestling. That's bizarre because I guess I could make it the SmackDown pizza, but well, I mean, I, maybe it's just, just a Catholic thing. But you weren't supposed to eat meat on Fridays, so that's why we got pizza. You didn't have that, Fez? No. And then you know that used to be like celebration night, like mom's yeah. night off. Mom's gonna have it easy tonight. I know. She'll be what talking it about it while you're eating. We ought to do this every day. Yeah, my dad used to always go to pick pick it up at the pizza place, and they knew him by his name. You know, it was a whole big deal. Norm. <laughs> um, here is uh, Dr. Steve. Yeah, Fez, you're, you're really, you're not kidding anybody here. I mean, you're overweight, you've had two dart episodes, you might take your pills, but eventually it's going to kill you. Wake up and smell the coffee. Just coffee? Time is running out, buddy. Delicious. Time is running out. Some sugar in it. Did I, I mention I take the skin off that chicken on Tuesdays? It doesn't matter. 
Mm, that's good, though. What Chicken is he eating wrong, Dr. Steve? I mean, everything. I mean, salads. You know, no, no, no bread, no pizza. I mean, you know, if he, he's got to eat, like, uh, pasta. I mean. Pasta? Yeah, no sauce. You know, no, 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 no expensive, you know, no steak. You know, you just got to eat bland stuff. There's no Chicken, way you're a fucking turkey. doctor. What a quack. Yeah, he's not a doctor <laughs> just saying you can't eat expensive. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Try some scripts, though. Yeah. You, none of that stuff bothers you as long as you take your pills, huh? That's the way you feel about it? Right, yeah. And, and if everything is, and the blood work's coming back decent at the doctor's office. Right. Because that's what I watch for. Right, but wouldn't it kind of be a buildup over amount of time? Oh well, yeah. Like you, know, like, you could probably be heading in the wrong direction before you find out. Right, yeah. But, I mean, I get the blood work done twice a year. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... So, if the blood work came back, then you would start eating better. Right, yeah. Then I would have to make an adjustment. Maybe chicken instead of the pork chops on Wednesday. It would be tough, but... Pork chops is real specific. Like everything else, is just pizza, burger. Can I tell you, whenever chops. I take him out to dinner, he orders a pork chop. Doesn't matter where the fuck we are. I'll have the pork chop. It's the he other white a, meat. He loves a pork chop. I like it too, but I mean, what I've about, always loved a what, pork what chop. What about lamb chops? What about veal chops? He doesn't like new experiences. I love just a, a chop in general is fantastic. Mm. What about karate? I'll take it. Uh, Lisa. Hey, Savannah. buddy. Hey, honey. I, yeah, I like to go to the bar and, like, sit there, and when people's food comes out, I'll go, ooh, that looks good, and they always offer me a taste, so I get, like, a taste of what the whole bar is going, and, and I eat free. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, bar whore. Yeah, it's... there you go. What's wrong with that? That doesn't make me a bad person. No, you're a fine person, darling. Enjoy yourself. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, take all the table scraps you want, you big pooch. Some guy goes to get a drink of his beer, he looks around, his spring rolls are missing. Or lettuce wraps. <laughs> I don't know why people throw out food, though. It doesn't make sense. Someone's hungry somewhere. Stop it. If I go to the office right now, there's probably leftover shit. It's like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Run right down and see what you can come back with. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a count. Now, coming up, why are you going to run so heavy-footed? See if there's some softer shoes in their garbage. I don't understand the heavy-foot <laughs> running. He needs that food running. <laughs> we found some waffle fries outside Shady once. That was nice. What did you find? Waffle fries outside the Shady Studio. <laughs> <laughs> then cast away, mm. you know what? Waffle fries. <laughs> cold is all right. <coughs> you all should be on that fucking homeless spree. Well, that, you know, that might even be funnier than the thing. Is just take them into a nice restaurant and feed them. Like taking the Blues Brothers in. Dave will eat stuff out of the trash. To me, that would be the lowest fucking point a man could be. Now, you know, we talked about the homeless shopping spree. You take care of the homeless when you bump into them? What I do is I take care of my homeless. Mm -hmm. I have regulars that I see, and I will give them money, but I don't, I don't start spreading it all over the place. But that's how you keep homeless on your block. In other words, you giving them stuff is going to keep them in front of your building. Davey Mack. First of all, who throws out a perfectly good grapefruit? These are all items I found in the garbage. Okay. 
Okay? I'm gonna be enjoying this later. Now, Kappas, right? There's like three or four of these Andy Caps cheese fucking doodles in here. Yeah, but there was also a snot rag stuffed in there. It doesn't matter. I put that outside. I save this. Finish your cheese doodles. What kind of men are on the Opie Anthony show? They can't finish two cheese doodles? It's a small 75-cent bag. Okay. Look at this. Look at this. Half of a fucking nutrition bar. Mm -hmm. Protein bar. What's the point of eating it? It's nutrition. You finish it. Oh, God. Finish it. What flavor? There's no flavor. Here's something I don't get. <laughs> mints. Icebreakers mints. The thing is fucking yeah. full. Oh, I know, but over. I bet you took that out of somebody's uh, drawer. Maybe. <laughs> that wasn't in the trash. And then half a pretzel rod. <laughs> I'll eat all this stuff. Try it. He's biting into it now. Uh, by the way, if you want to go on the homeless thing and get free stuff, you can. Awesome. I made up my mind. Thank you. Now they see you eating out of the trash. A homeless shopping spree a week from this Thursday, a week from tomorrow. I just don't understand. What are they doing? They're buying all this food and snacks and not finishing it. Who does that? Uh, here's Steve, Long Island. Hey, Ronnie B. Hey, yeah. Fezzy. Hey, listen. Fezzy, you can eat what you're eating. Mm -hmm. Just cook it yourself. Instead of ordering out, cook it yourself. You'll make it healthier. You can choose... The healthier items. You can make a healthy pizza. And it, it, you'll find it more you know, rewarding. Uh, all right, let me talk to him. You've never prepared your own food? Never. Never. I don't have the patience to cook. I just, I mean, I would be eating raw chicken, waiting for it to get done. All right, but here's the deal uh, about Fez. He doesn't cook for himself, right? Right. He also doesn't listen to music, doesn't watch any films outside of Batman, doesn't hang out with friends, and obviously he doesn't show prep. <laughs> what happens <laughs> when he gets home at night? I don't know. Sometimes I envision him like Bob Geldof in the wall and just like making like a castle of trinkets, just taking little toothpicks. No, he doesn't have any hobbies like that. No. Then I did I some know. watercolor painting when I got out of Four Winds, but that didn't last long. Oh, man, where are those paintings? So what happens to you at night? You're just sitting on the couch? Yeah, especially uh, this week with another week with no cable and no internet. I've tried to read some magazine articles. I just kind of get restless. I kind of wander around. I'll do some cleaning around the house. But what or go would down there, and do some laundry. What would there be to clean? <laughs> he's there alone, and he's not doing... He's not cooking. He's not doing anything. How could he clean? What is it? Uh... Uh, this is Howard Hughes talk. It would be Howard Hughes talk if I was staying there and not coming out. What we're trying to say is we don't know what happens to you at night. You don't fill up the clock. It's <laughs> <laughs> enigma. Yeah, it's really hard to figure really out. Should. I make some phone calls. You and I, I will end up falling asleep when I get home. I will f end up falling asleep for a while. Who do you call at night? You don't call any of us. No, there's, I, I make family calls. Every night? Yes. Every, every, yes, every night. That must drive them nuts. You should really have a camera installed so people can observe you and to see what you do. Does Pal talk his ass? Yeah. Remember that 
the girls got him pal talk stuff years ago and he wouldn't buy it. But now we know. But now it's for an actual scientific Why don't you just thing. Not even do, just put it up in your house and walk around. So you're just a constantly being watched. No, that's what I mean. Just have that camera so we know what, what he's doing. I bet we see him jacking all kinds of stuff. I <laughs> bet he does all kinds of filthy stuff in there. At night. <laughs> all right, let me do this. Let's break. Okay. We'll come back. The second we come back, we'll start the character contest. It's going to be Eastside Dave versus Fez Watley, mano a mano, run a Fez show. I'm going to do a terrific show today, and I'm going to help people because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Ah, uh, buddies, it's Run a Fez show. Give your friends a call. Make sure everybody's listening. It's character showdown. Jets versus uh, Sharks here. It's going to be uh, Dave versus uh, Fez. Here's how we're doing it. It's a judgment of five. I'm using the guys on the show, myself, and two uh, secret listeners. Okay. We're going to email me at ronandfezzatawl.com. Right. You won't know who voted which way. Okay, that'll be the panel. Mm -hmm. um, as we start this, it will be the flip of a coin to see who goes first. Okay. Fez, I want you to call heads or tails. Tails. All right, you get tails. That means you get to call whether you want heads or tails. No, <laughs> tails means that you win it, Fezzy. You have the decision now. Uh -huh. Do you want to start this or be the second person? I will go second. Whoa! Yeah. I'm going to defer. Shocking. All right, and what... Uh, I believe in my defense. And what goal will you be defending? Uh, the north end. Okay. He points uh, to, I would say, northeast, as he said northeast, north end. So I'm, I'm proud <laughs> of him there. Um, all right, Davey Mack. Okay, it's fair. Is this what we're leaving on as the background music? <laughs> Seeker? I don't know what we're doing. Um, <clears throat> the production meeting starting tomorrow. Right. As we start off, Dave will be going first with Shit's Nolte. It's just Nolte and boy, do I have a case of the shits. God damn it. Let me start. Let me start off by telling you something. You can get through life half-assed, but you cannot win half-assed. Speaking of asses, some shit just fell out of mine. God damn it. What I'm saying is, it's art. You gotta give it up. You were never really an artist in the first place. Maybe a fartist, not an artist. Now, if you'll excuse me, I really must fart out some shit. God damn it. I'm getting too old for this shit, literally. My ass is about 65, but my shit's only 10 days old. White Rabbit! How many players did you buy this week, Happy? Huh? And then couldn't you spend that money on a porta potty? I got the shit, Wallace and Gromit. We're gonna get up that hill, boys. Yeah, we're gonna get up that hill. And then we'll get some water. But not till we get up that hill. Not till I shit out this army food I've been eating. Good God, these shit smell like canteens and Jeffs. Dick Cabot! Just do what you have to, Happy. I don't wanna know about it unless it is actually shit. Then I do wanna know about it. Exiting my anus, Lyle, love it. I'm shit stumpy, I gotta go. God damn it. 
Long first when it was Dave's first. Mm -hmm. Shits Nolte. Yeah, but let's introduce uh, Shits Nolte into the blind side mom, Leanne Tully. Leanne Tully. Hey there, I'm Leanne Tully. And I'm the mom from Blindside. Now what I do is I adopt big, dumb black kids and turn them into football players. It's what I do. And I don't change those boys' lives. They change mine. Now let me ask you boys. Do you have a place to sleep tonight? Don't you dare lie to me. Come on. You're all coming home with me. Then first thing tomorrow, I'm going to take over the football practice and teach every last one of you how to block. Because when you think of that quarterback, you think of me. Even though I've never played quarterback, and even though he's a boy and I'm a southern woman in a push-up bra, you still think of me, Leanne Tui, the mom from Blindside. And let me tell you all, you threaten my son, you threaten me. I'm just a mom raising a daughter, a son, and a developmentally challenged offensive lineman. I will still come back here and kill every one of you stereotypical black gang members because I'm not changing that boy's life. He's changing mine. Because you know what? That big dumb right tackle with the GPA of a grape, he's never had one before. And I know what you're thinking. A bedroom of his own? No. A bed. And I'm not changing that bed. It's changing me. All right, now, me and my husband, we got to drive around and look for more freezing black kids to bring home. Y'all take care now, you hear? Wow, these are long characters. Long characters. <laughs> that was Shits Nolte versus the blind side mom, Leanne Tui, was it? Tui. Tui. Leanne Tui. <laughs> wow. Long-winded. From outside of Memphis, I think. All right, now it's time to meet Dave's second character. It's Faddles. Hi, I'm Faddles. I'm so fucking fat. Yesterday I ate so many che Cheetos that I puked and then scooped up the puke with Tostitos. That's fat. The thing I hate about trees are they aren't made of sticks. Really fat. I wish cars were just giant Twinkies with wheels so we could ride in them and eat them at the same time. Did I mention I was fat? I was having sex with my girlfriend. When I shot my jizz on her back, I sopped it up with some bread. I'm fucking fat. My dog passed away, so I buried it in the backyard and ate my shit to grieve. That's fat. I wish that Twins catcher Joe Nathan was actually a human hot dog, so I'd let him slide into my mouth. I'm really fucking fat. I wish instead of polio, you got a disease called polio that turns you into cheese strips. I'd hope to get sick in that case so I could eat myself. That's quite fat. I'm fat. I gotta go. I'm hungry now. Extremely fat. All right, that was Faddles. He's got a weight problem, but um, now let's meet... Uh, former NFL coach Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy here checking some news around the NFL. The Colts and Saints are undefeated. He could end up having a Super Bowl with two undefeated teams. That's really something to shout about. I really think Peyton Manning's the best quarterback in the league. He got kind of a large head, but I think that helps him out on the field. I'll always root for him as loud as I can. There's trouble in New England. I don't think Tom Brady's getting all the help he can from his team. I'm sorry. Am I getting too loud? Sometimes this stuff just riles me up. Some people are questioning the coaching in New England. You know, I've always had my own coaching style, which was basically just a combination of nodding, blinking, and everyday sign language. Dallas is continuing having trouble in December. If I was their coach, I'd really be letting them have it. I would be screaming as loud as I could. And if anyone could hear me, they'd really get the message. 
Well, that's it for me. I'm about to lose my voice from all this shouting. I'm Tony Dungy reporting for the NFL. All right, that was Faddle's meeting Tony Dungy. Now let's go over to, uh, well, you love him every night on NBC. It's Dave Leno. Hey, everybody, I'm Dave Leno. This is Headlines. Okay, then the first headline is an extra sketch picture I made that shows me sucking George Foreman's dick. It's like, whoa, right, guys? It's like, you know, what kind of toy is that? Right, Joe? It's like, you know, down goes Leno, down goes Leno. I'm George's big uncircumcised penis, right? Here's a headline I found interesting. It's a bowl of spaghetti oath where I spelled out in the soup the phrase, semen in my ass. It's like, hold on, right, man? It's like, what kind of sick food is that, right, boys? It's like, uh, maybe I do want semen in my ass, but I sure as heck don't want my dinner to know about it, right, dude? I wish I could fuck Shannon Sharp. This next headline is a picture of me masturbating in the theater while watching Lord of the Rings. It's like, whoa, hey, hold on, hey, man, what kind of movie is this, right, guys? You know, it's like, those hobbits are so cute and fuckable, right, guys? It's like, you know, they're so tiny, you could fuck about, like, eight hobbits and not even get tired, right, boy? You know, hey, this headline is simply a Peter North mask that I wear my wife wear, uh, that I make my wife wear when I'm at home. It's like, hold the phone, right, man? You know, it's like, now all my wife needs is a 10-inch cock and a breath reduction, and we'll be on easy street, right, right, guys? You know, it's like, I wish I could go back in time and fuck my grade school gym teacher, Mr. Brickson, right? You know, I wish Danielson and Mr. Miyagi fucked each other. Would have made the movie a lot better. This next headline is an oil painting I have uh, commissioned of me and Santa Claus sucking each other off. It's like one darn second, okay, guys? You know, it's like I've heard of holiday cheer, but this is ridiculous, right? right? It's like you know, Santa's complex tastes like candy canes, right, man? Okay, I'm Dave Leno. This has been headline. There's Dave Leno. But up, uh oh, folks, look who's coming over. It's our nosy neighbor, Mrs. Fairchild. I just wanted to stop by and make sure everything's okay over here. I noticed a lot of characters coming in and out. Yeah, it has been. Did you hear what happened down the block at Tiger Woods' house? I, I, I heard his little Swedish wife. He ran over him with the SUV. Have you heard anything about this? Mm. Not that it's any of my business, but I think they should both be deported. We don't need any of that kind of stuff in this neighborhood. Speaking of neighborhoods, how much do you think Opie and Anthony make? I heard it's quite a lot. And it all couldn't be from the radio business, could it? I heard something about selling drugs. I'd hate to see that happen in this neighborhood. And what's going on with our east side Dave? I heard he got drunk and ate his baby. Is that true? He's the one with the gay brother, isn't he? Do you know if he's a top or a bottom or whatever they call it? It would be good to know, especially if he's planning on moving into this neighborhood. And how's our little Chris Stanley? I don't know if you heard about it. Both parents murdered and a cousin too, I believe. So sad to think something like that could happen in this neighborhood. And how are things here at SiriusXM? I heard Martha Stewart's going back to jail. Is that true? And what about Barbara Walters? I hear that's not her real hair. Is that true? Well, I best be running along very busy. I'm going to read Cousin Brucey's mail. I want to find out what his mortgage payments are. That's something very important in this neighborhood. All right, bye-bye. There it goes. Oh, thank God she's gone. That's our nosy neighbor, Mrs. Fairchild. Uh... Oh, here comes a, a radio legend uh, from Sports Radio. It's Mike Francesa. He's Mike Duff. I'm Mike Francesa, and this is Mike Duff. Mike Duff, Francesa Mike. Derek Jeter, named Sportsman of the Year. I'm so lonely without Mad Dog. Lonely, I am. Jeter, year, sportsman, the. Where's the dog? I was out on the island with Roe and the kids. Kids, Roe, island, out. I was. 
said to myself, I wish I owned Secretariat. I wish I could ride a horse. I'd be like Mike John Wayne Francesa. Where's Dog, Eddie? Eddie, wake up. Where's Dog? Is he coming back? Where's Dog? Allen Iverson makes his Sixers part two debut. Debut, two parts. Sixers, Iverson, Allen, Rowe. Eddie, get me Chernoff on the line. Does he know where Dog went? Eddie, wake up. Wait, get Chernoff. Maybe we should put one of those lost dog flyers up, Eddie. Eddie. Folks, the idea that Joe DiMaggio would have just automatically... Folks, idea... The idea that he would have hit 60 home runs in Fenway is like... Roe and I went Christmas shopping the other day. Used to buy presents for Mad Dog. He got me a Mickey Mail baseball card once. Hey, you think he'll get me a Christmas present this year? Hey, could you tell him I'd like a Yankee sweater? Sweater Yankees I'd like. The idea that Tom Brady is not the same Tom Brady as 2004 Tom Brady, which in my opinion wasn't as good as 2001 Tom Brady, who took a backseat to 2007 Tom Brady, but definitely superior to 2003 Tom Brady is like insane. It's like we should get all the Tom Brady's together and clone them like Django Fett. Hey, which one you like better, Django or Boba? Eddie! Hey! He I, I like I like Boba better, Eddie, because he reminded me of Mad Dog. Imagine if Mad Dog had a jetpack, Eddie. Eddie, a thought occurred to me. Maybe Mad Dog's in the Starlight pit. Get Eddie, Eddie, get churn off to call Jabba and see if Mad Dog's in the Starlight pit, Eddie. Pit, Starlight, Mad Dog, churn off. Alright, it's been my, uh, what's my, this has been mic'd up with Mike Francesa. Francesa, Mike. Alright, there he goes, and, uh, oh, geez, look who's coming along. It's Dwayne, the guy in favor of torture. Hey, it's Dwayne, the guy in favor of torture. We got those 9-11 trials coming up in New York City. You know what those guys should get instead of a trial? Torture. Instead of a warm, cozy courtroom, what they really need is their dicks cut off. Try playing a terrorist plot with no dick. I don't think you can. See the assholes started shooting up a community college in Virginia? Lucky no one was killed. Know what they ought to do? Take this guy out and torture him. See how many colleges he feels like shooting up after he's had his dick cut off. The big global warming conference is going on somewhere in Europe. These guys who hate global warming, how are they allowed to walk the streets? They need to be locked up and tortured. Cut their dicks off and let them stand there and tell you how hot it is. It's not going to happen. The movie Avatar is opening soon. I'm telling you, we need to torture those blue guys. Just cut their blue dicks off and all our troubles will go away. I'm telling you. In Cleveland, why hasn't Brown's coach Eric Mangini been tortured yet? And someone answer this question. Why does he still have his dick? It should have been cut off sometime around week seven. I'm Dwayne, the guy in favor of torture. And the time for torture is now. All right, there goes Dwayne, the guy in favor of torture. Uh, but it is time for uh, business uh, talk to start. So it's Carlito's Way Business Report. I'm Carlito Bracante, and this is Carlito's Way Business Report. NASDAQ dropped over 16 points yesterday, Dave. That's a loss. Something you don't know about, climbing. You're just used to the lawyers and monies. What do you know about the NASDAQ, Dave? Keep an eye on the Suzuki Motor Corporation, rolled 80 points. They can't teach you that in school, climbing. Can't teach you about Suzaki's on your yacht. Sterling Correctional Facilities in Grinhaven. 
and think thing not been in vain. Now I read the journal. Now I know where my money is going, Carlito. Business report. Don't pull your money out of Cisco systems just yet, Dave. No, it dropped 1.65% climbing. But I think this stock's a winner. I know you've heard this rap before, Dave, but it's changed. I changed. Five years to accurately predict the market. You know what that means, Dave? You don't know. Only market you've seen is a supermarket climbing. And let me tell you, you can't make your money buying eggs, Dave. Last tip. Texas Instruments Incorporated raised its quarter current profit forecast and said revenue would reach the high end of its target, Dave. Could be good for your money, Carmen. Maybe use that money to get out. No room in the city for big hearts, Dave. Can't come with me on this trip now. Get in the shakes. Last call for drinks. Bar's closing down. Hope the Dow rises. I'm Carlito Brigante. It's been Carlito's Way. Business report. There you have it, the Carlitos Way Business Report. But uh, it's kind of exciting because look who's stopping in here today. It's the mother from Precious. Hey, you! And if you see my daughter, Precious, if you do, you tell her to get her fat ass home because I got things to throw at her and hit her with kitchen items. By the way, do you have a frying pan I could borrow to swing at her fat head? I don't know why they call her precious. Usually something is precious because there's not much of it. I'd call her opposite of precious because there is plenty of her. Her name ought to be Abundance. Abundance, get in here. Let me tell you about my precious. She's a dummy. Don't nobody want her. Don't nobody need her except me around dinner time. And she says I abuse her. Abuse. You want to talk about abuse? Try pushing something that big through your vajayjay. She says she wants to go to school, but I tell her why. They got enough buses there. She's so big, she ought to get adopted by that lady from the Blind Side movie. Make Precious into a Baltimore Raven. Now I'm hungry. You plan on putting some food in that frying pan? Oh, and now you're going to sit there and judge me and write those notes on your pad about who you think I am. I need something to eat. I got to find my daughter Precious so she can boil me a big pot of pork products. Precious! Precious! Get down here! That was the mother from Precious. And look who's coming in now. It's Bryant Gumble with Real Porn. Good evening. I'm Bryant Gumble. And tonight, oh, yeah. Keep and tonight on HBO's Real Porn, Bernie Goldberg visits the valley and gets a job as a fluffer. This expose promises to be quite cummy. Then oh, we have a heartwarming story about a man in a wheelchair who lost his legs in a fishing accident, yet still finds time to jerk off to hardcore porn that featured other cripples. Oh, yeah. Keep Following that, Frank DeFord profiles 82-year-old Dick Strong, world's oldest gay porn star. It's just an interesting tale of a man, an old man who still likes blowjobs. Watch as he and Frank engage in sodomy. Oh, yeah. Keep sucking. Next, we have Armin Katane's update on clown porn. People who dress up as clowns. And then we have intercourse. I, for one, can't wait to jack off while watching this segment. Oh, yeah. Keep sucking. After that, Mary Carrillo tapes herself getting fucked by a horse. I sell it on the street for $15. Oh, yeah. Keep sucking. I'm Brian Cumble. This has been HBO's Real Porn. Oh, yeah. 
keep sucking. There goes Brian Gumble, and uh, seemed like an SCTV to me. It's very, very subtle, very nice. Uh-oh, this happens every Christmas. It's the inappropriate Santa. Ho, ho, ho! Hi, boys and girls! It's inappropriate Santa! I just came from the North Pole where I've been very busy! Ho, ho, ho! I've been making toys, getting my sleigh ready, and filming bestiality porn starring the reindeer! Ho, ho, ho! That Cupid's gonna be quite the star! I'm gonna end up losing her full-time to the animal porn industry! I'm here to make sure all the little boys and girls get what they want for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho! You know what would be a fun toy? A Barbie doll that masturbates herself. Even I would play with that for hours. Ho, ho, ho! And I want to remind the children that I'm going to come deliver toys to each and every one of them this Christmas Eve. Except for the burn victim children. They skeeve inappropriate Santa. It's bad enough coming down a chimney, but I swear I can still smell the burnt hair and skin. It's enough to make me puke up my cookies that they left for me. Ho, ho, ho! But I love it when the boys and girls all sit on my lap and tell me their heart's desire for Christmas. And it doesn't matter how rich or poor they are, or how smart they are in school, or even if they've been good or bad, they all get me hard sitting on my lap. Ho, ho, ho! The way they all squirm around so nervously, they just rub my candy cane the right way. And there's someone I know who is on the naughty list this year. That's Mrs. Claus, who started my day with a hearty rim job. What could I say? She loves burying her face in some Claus ass. Well, I'm off back to the North Pole. Today we're gambling on elf fights. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Bye, inappropriate Santa. Bye. See you next year. Hey, everybody. If you love Southern Fried Blue Collar Comedy, and who doesn't? You're going to be crazy about Davy Red. Yeah, good evening, everybody. I'm Davy Red, Southern comedian. Let it be known. My brother Scooter's a real piece of work. He says to me, Davy, you know what I don't like about Mexicans? I said to him, What, Scooter? He says, The fact that they're from Mexico. Let it be known. <laughs> my wife's always on my case. She says to me, Davy, you don't make love to me anymore the way you used to. I said, honey, that's because two reasons. Number one, you got fat. Number two, I'm fucking your sister. <laughs> this president's something else. Other day, I saw a picture of him at the White House. I said to myself, how would that black guy get elected anyway? Let him be blacks my brother scooter's a little off kilter he says to me a couple nights ago davy you know what i don't like about the blacks i said what scooter he said the skin color let it be <laughs> kids are just running wild these days the other day my son threw a tantrum when i wouldn't buy him an xbox i said to him stop throwing a tantrum or i'll take my belt off and give you so many welts people will think you're entering a rocky dennis looking like contest let it be <laughs> My mother-in-law really gets on my nerves. The other day she said, Davy, do you know CPR? I'm having trouble breathing. I said to her, my house, my rules. Now die already, bitch. I'm trying to watch the Sooners game. <laughs> my brother Scooter really doesn't like Asians. Let him out.
There goes David Red, the Southern comedian, getting, I guess, lukewarm applause there. I thought it would be better. I thought it would be better, but... Steve Maybe Red, David Red should have pulled a better applause drop. Uh-oh. Never expected to see this uh, come on to the show. It's Fez's heart. <sighs> I'm Fez's heart. I'm sorry I'm so out of breath. I'm just so thirsty. Does anyone have any water? I've had nothing but bacon grease to drink for two weeks straight. I am exhausted. Fez was just looking at some papers. I don't know why paper has to be so heavy. It's horrible. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did I just stop beating? I stopped beating, didn't I? Wait, there it is. Okay, we're okay. We're okay. You know what really wears me out? All the breathing. Think about it. It's nonstop. Inhale, exhale. Struggle to inhale, exhale. It goes on all day. I never get a break. You would think all the ice cream would help, but it doesn't. Not one bit. And the nervousness doesn't help either. Fess's cable went out and he had me beating like I was running a marathon. I constantly feel like I'm going to explode and I never know what's going to do it. Everything is a shock. A family member could die or Fez gets the wrong change at a store and I'm thumping just the same. It's not easy being Fez's heart. The only cardiovascular I get is when he's turning the pages of a comic book. A double issue is a real workout. But I get plenty of vegetables just as long as he remembers to order green peppers on the pizza. As long as the blood's flowing, I'm fine. Unfortunately, trying to get blood through these arteries is like trying to get Kirstie Alley through a size 2 tube top. Hey, did I stop beating again? I did. I did. I'm dead, right? Right? That was uh, Fez's cry for help. I mean, Fez's heart. But let's go over and see a, an old favorite of the show. It's Hosp. Hi. This is Hosp. The gay Sean Connery. I don't know how I got caught up in this battle of the characters. Usually people forget about me and my fat ass. Hosp. Maybe I could plug my charity walk again. It was quite a success. Me and my chubby ankles raised $12. That's like enough to buy a fifth of a Wii game for some kid. Boy, am I a beefy loser. Hosh. If there's one thing I do know, it's being the gay Sean Connery. You may have seen me in Cum Raper, Cock No Pushy, The Man with the Golden Cum, and Live and Let Cum in My Wide Ashhole. Hosh. They call me Hosh because I used to work in a hospital. I was a candy striper. But my fat stomach ate all the candy and I got let go, Hosh. If I was three feet taller, I'd be in shape. As it is, I look like an out of shape Louie Anderson, Hosh. Well, we do have the same sexual preferences now that I think about it, Hosh. Sucking cock, fucking dick, Hosh. My cock looks like someone glued a Rice Krispie to my pelvis, Hosh. Other movies I was in, Thunderballs on my chin, for your jizz only, Hosh. Gotta go now. I have to remind my family that I'm related to them. Kiss my fat ass goodbye. Hosh. Bye, Hosh. That was uh, Hosh. Uh, and let's go over to Fez's eighth character. Who doesn't like Pistain Pete? Hi, guys. It's Pistain Pete. Things aren't going real well for me, and I think I finally figured out why. It's this big Pistain on my pants. I can't get a job. I go on interviews and everyone says I'm qualified. Then they see my piss stain and tell me I'm not right for the job. 
I understand. Nobody wants a guy with an enormous piss stain as a waiter. You know, the customer is seated and I'm standing, so the piss stain is right there at eye level. Not gonna help your appetite any. A piss stain. I wanted to be a teacher, but I couldn't. Know why? Right. The piss stain. They told me standing in front of a class of 8th graders with a piss stain on my pants would be distracting. I get it. What are the kids gonna focus on? The Battle of 1812? Or why does that guy have a huge piss stain on his pants? Piss stain's gonna win every single time. Dating isn't easy. I showed up at a girl's house. I can bring candy or flowers or even jewelry, but all they seem to notice is the piss stain. I try putting a large chocolate stain on my shirt. I figured that would be more noticeable than a piss stain. Didn't work. I guess piss beats out chocolate every time when it gets in what gets noticed by a lady. Even if a girl does like me, she's never gonna blow me. Piss stain stops them right in their tracks. It's hard to ignore when your zipper's wet. I'm gonna get going. It's starting to smell pissy in here. And I think it's me. There's Fez Watley, and that's his eighth and final character. Excellent job. And who doesn't like Pistain Hosp? Now, uh, Dave, you have more characters planned? Yes, I do. I'd like to go out on a medley. Oh, a medley characters. You have that right. Okay. Go ahead, please. Help yourself. Okay, here we go. Hey, running Fez, good to be here! Sorry, I just farted a little semen! Hey, mother! Haha! <laughs> hey, this is fuck twat talking! Forgot to introduce myself! Hey, kids, what do you get when you cross a midget with a lion? A, f a clown who wants to fuck the boat! Oh, How many chicken chickens does this take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know, I just shat in my pants! Herpes! This guy walks into a bar when he heads to the bathroom, I lock us both in and sodomize him! Piggly wiggly! Oh. I hate my mother-in-law. She gives shitty job blowjobs. And by that I mean she shits when she gives me blowjobs. Yucky Bucky. I do a balloon trick, but my fingers are a little slippery from all the cum I was just playing with. Dicks and cocks. Worst part of being a clown is being arrested on alleged ch molestation charges. Waka waka. I wish Fozzie Bear was still alive so I could gulp his jizz. Nicky Sticky. Now it's time for a song. My name is Fuckwat the Clown. I've been to prison three times. I can't tell you what for, because some of the victims are probably working in this building. Scooby Dooby Cock! <laughs> hey, what did the puppy say to the kitten? I'm gonna come all over your face, neatly peedly! I'm Fuckwat the Clown, go fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Fuckwat the Clown. Now here's his next big uh, character, the puppet, and everybody loves. It's Little Davy. Hi, everyone. It's me, Eastside Dave, and my puppet, Little Davy. Hi, Little Davy. How are you? Okay. Just okay. What's wrong, Little Davy? I have a small case of the measles. <laughs> I get it. Because you're small. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Big Davy. Guess who my favorite mini monkey is? I don't know. Who is your mini uh, monkey favorite, Little Davy? Little Davy Jones. Little Davy, who's the best teensy Cincinnati Red in my opinion? Who? Little Davy Concepcion. Because he's little. Oh, Big Davy. Yes, Little Davy. You know which tiny talk show host I like the most? No. Who? Little Davy Letterman. Hey, PD. Yes, Little Davy. Who's the greatest miniature Mets manager? Who? Little Davy Johnson. Right. I see. I only got to get. What is it, Lil Davy? Best food fighter. No idea. Lil Davy Grohl. <laughs> Best attractive singer. No, I don't know. Lil Davy Bowie. 
I don't care. Little Danny Gavin! <laughs> That's enough. We have to say goodbye, Little Danny. Goodbye, assholes! Oh my god! I didn't expect this. It's Bearded Paul McCartney. Hello, Rolling fans! It's me, Bearded Paul McCartney! Great to be here! Yes, sir! Well, it all started in the Danka Dunk year of 1942, Skittlewaddle. I came out of me mom's uterus and the bright blue chickamazoo called Earth. Well, hold. Don't play this song yet! I'm not finished! He's not finished yet. I'm not finished! Take the song down. Hold on, I'm not the... Kind of reminds me of the time that George and I were on a ferry in Germany and the captain said, Ich bin van Buten, which I believe translate to Chingy Chongy, where are the grapes? No, I'm not finished! Okay, this is my beard. There he goes. Oh There's beard of Paul McCartney. And that's all the characters. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, how many characters, uh, how long did that whole bit last? Did anybody see what time we started? I think we started very close to one thirty. I had no idea it was going to go that long. <laughs> that that was going to be a 30-minute contest. It's just fucking ridiculous <laughs> to me. And here's my favorite thing. Both you fucking hacks will just have a central theme and hammer it over and over, even if you're just repeating the character's name. It is embarrassing how much you both write like each other. Tell us what you think as the judges uh, put in their votes. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. But here's a character we all love, and that's uh, sales guy Fez. It's the Xbox Mall Experience coming to a select mall location for a limited time, December 11th through December 22nd. Now, the Xbox Mall Experience is coming to Seattle, also Los Angeles at the Topanga Mall, Cleveland, New Jersey, Tampa, and Atlanta. Those dates, again, December 11th through December 22nd. And it's the one place where you can see it in person. It's the Xbox 360 Project Natal. It's the one place where you can experience in person the future of gaming. This thing is fantastic. You know how the Wii works where everything moves with your controller? Project Natal? No controllers. It's following your body's movements. It's following your hands, your legs. It recognizes your voice. It'll recognize your face. It'll recognize the, all the members of your family. Project Natal coming out next year from Xbox 360. It's at the Xbox Mall Experience. Now, for details and upcoming locations, go to Xbox.com. That's Xbox.com. Xbox 360 and the Xbox Mall Experience. More games, more entertainment. More fun time. Sounds like a lot of fun there, huh, Fezzy? Yeah, that's going to be a blast. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I always know if I said it sounds like a lot of fun to you. It's uh, got to work out. All right, I am waiting now to for the uh, votes to come in. We've got two secret listeners, myself, and, of course, uh, the only other members of the staff today. And then we'll also have favorite character favorite uh, character will be uh, Interesting. Well, there's a range to choose from. Yeah. Yeah, there was quite a few of them. And uh, still waiting. Scotty's coming in now. Scotty coming in. Now, there is uh, 
no way that we could sit back and say there was any losers here. But we will be picking uh, a loser. Hmm. Um, still putting these together. And then we'll go back and check in. All right. So far, favorite characters are Bryant Gumble, porn. Oh, yes. That's one for me. Bryant Gumble <laughs> of porn. It's like waiting for Oscar nomination. It really is that I'm way. It's like that, getting up early. Carlito's Way business report. Carlito's Way business report. Wow, surprising. Dwayne in favor of torture. Nice. And Mike Francesca. <laughs> uh, and it goes like this. Overall, four to one. And I will let you know that I am the one. Even though it's secret ballot, I went against the other four. The winner today, Davy Mac. Oh, Davy Mac. Oh my God. But that's nice. Even though if it was up to me, I would have called this a fucking tie because I was dying throughout it. I'm incredibly impressed that Fez Watley. Fez is back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Congratulations, Dave. That was really, really fucking Thank funny you. shit. Uh, both of you. I do have to admit that the Mike Francesca I picked also because it got so fucking retarded <laughs> after a while. But both you guys, seriously, as well as being funny, you're just awful writers, <laughs> and that that made it all the all the best. Um, uh, Marshall Bill, what do you got for us? I thought Fezzy felt more comfortable in his character, so I'd, I'd have to give it to Fezzy. All right. Here's Joe in Connecticut. Hey. Hey, I thought uh, it was five to three Fez. Fez's heart was the number one character on the show. Oh, Fez's heart was my least favorite because it made me too nervous. <laughs> Andrew, what do you got? Eastside Dave, Davey Red, Shit's Nolte. You killed it. Uh, Shit's Nolte might have been my least favorite character. <laughs> Jameson, what do you got? Dave absolutely murdered it. Better preparation. Good job, Fez, but Dave killed it. Good they, job, Dave. They were both mo a lot more prepared than I thought. Uh, Will, in Charlotte, you're a man of Fez. Um, I love the Tony Dungy. I have to ask why that uh, Pistain Pete sounded more like Bryant Gumbel than Bryant Gumbel did. Um, <laughs> it's always better to go first, I noticed. As you went along, uh -huh. it was incredible how much we're like... Haven't we already just heard that voice? <laughs> and it would go back and forth where you would either copy yourselves, right. your other characters, yeah. or each other. I, I stopped at one point and said, I shouldn't have gone first. I know Dave's going to have a Santa character. Oh, that's a smart move. I was expecting, I, I questioned myself because I figured Dave's well, going to have Santa. His puppet characters were kind of, and you have to remember that Dave's characters are more beloved since they're, they've been around. Yeah, and Fez's, uh, quite frankly, are torn from the headlines <laughs> or movie trailers that he's just seen. Uh, Robert, you're on Fez. I think if they would have, uh, if they would have been allowed to pit their own character against the other character, it would have been a little bit better for Fez. <coughs> he lost by one. Well, it was it. it, it <coughs> there, there's a lot to learn from this. There's no doubt about it. Mike and Georgia, you're on a, on a Fez. 
Sure killed him. The blindside mom was perfect. Huge fan of blindside mom. Uh, particularly since she used every fucking line in the trailer. <laughs> Leanne Tui. Yeah. The beautiful Leanne Tui. Every <laughs> line from the trailer. Bill in Oklahoma. Hey, I'll put my vote in for Fezzi because uh, Dave, you retard. When you put uh, your little small puppet guy up there, you asked him what was wrong. He said he had a small case of the measles. Wouldn't yeah. it make more sense to say he had smallpox? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's more predictable, mister. Uh, no, that would have been funny. That would no. have been traditionally funny. Mike, you're on Fez. Hey, Rob. Yeah. Rob Fez, uh, I think Dave won. I think uh, Davey Red pulled it off. That, that was the big winner there. Uh, every day. All right, thanks. Uh, Johnny in Kansas, you're on Fez. Yeah, I thought Fez ran away with it, especially the heart pit and the inappropriate Santa. I was laughing hard at gag. I, I did not think, uh, although I will admit, the heart pit made me too nervous. <laughs> I didn't think Fez had a misstep. <laughs> Eight fucking in a row that I would at least give him base hits to. Matt in Virginia, you're on running Fez. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I want to know if uh, Precious's mom, uh, if Smoke comes into a room before she does, and w if she recently retired but just went wrestling. And well, if, if anything, that was closer to Dusty Rhodes, but... You know, these guys aren't impressionists. They're just fucking <laughs> our a couple of ham and eggers grabbing some ham and eggs. Watch the trailer. See if she doesn't sound like Dusty Rhodes. Anthony, you're on a fez. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, my favorite character was Dave and his puppet baby girl. Um, uh, that's why my puppet, my puppet was, first. was first. Thank you. Uh, Jay. Jay in New Jersey. You're on a fez. My favorite character was uh, Fez's doing the Precious Mom. Mm. <laughs> that uh, was great. Sherry, you're on a fez. Um, yeah, Fez's heart nailed it. Fez's heart got... It seemed like it was bigger for people who don't love Fez. <laughs> that they got a bigger <laughs> kick out of it than the, those of us that actually worry about Fez. Will, in Milwaukee, you're on run Fez. Fez, you are back. Fez is back. Thank you, Will. Uh, by the way, Fezzy, if you remember the last time people were chanting Fez is back is when you went out and did characters. Mm -hmm. You seem to be happier doing characters then you are playing the Fez character. Sean and Georgia, you're on Ron Fez. I, I got to say that Tony Dungy was the best character I've ever heard. And also, I want to know why Dave's little Davey sounds exactly like Roberto. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of movement R there. Well, no, Roberto was killed. Uh, Richie, you're on Ron Fez. Uh, hey, Mr. B. No. I thought that uh, Fez had uh, some of the better characters, but overall, I think Davey Mack took it. I just think uh, the uh, the... the Originality was uh, all Davy Max, but Fez, I'm glad you're back, buddy. Maximum, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, I thought Fez's characters were better, so overall, I give it to him. But Davy's production, he definitely did better there. Some very strong uh, production, uh, Chad. Chad, you're on the run of Fez. Hey, Davy, rock that yeah. shit. Leno was the bomb, and I want to know how long it took them to develop these characters. Well, I'm going to say this. Uh, Dave's, some of those have been captured. They're already. First, Dave, Dave Leno is the funniest fucking <laughs> stupidest thing ever. And the Mike Francesca had fucking finally has melted and molded down into some disgusting freak show. <laughs> so far away him. from the real person. Just grunts. Uh, what was Eddie? He always shouts at his producer, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. Off the mic. Eddie, get me some stuff. And then when he was yelling stuff about, 
You think he's on Tantooine? <laughs> uh, here's what's going to happen for the next one. Oh. No character may be repeated. Oh, Jesus. Next contest. And I'll give a number, but next contest, all new. Okay. okay. All new, all fresh. Now, these characters that you're doing now, I expect to come back on the show quite a bit. <laughs> but uh, until then. What about when mine are out of theaters? Um, let's hold on for a, for a DVD release. <laughs> um, Jay, Texas, you're on Fez. Hey, good morning, show. Uh, hello, show. Uh, I got to get in a vote for Piss Stain Pete. You know, he's a good guy. Piss Stain just can't catch a break because of those damn piss stains. I mean, what's piss, he gonna do? Piss Stain just came too late in the game for me. I think if he would have came in earlier, like second or third, I might have loved him. Uh -huh. But coming in eight, I'm like, I'm, you know, it, it's almost like you're at the improv and it's now two thirty in the morning. He's just like, okay, let's just get going. Dustin, you're on a fez. Hey, it was close, but Dave won it with uh, the line. Uh, my penis looked like somebody glued a Rice Krispie to my belt. Uh, you can't beat that. Uh, both of them did great. The uh, votes came up. Fez lost this 4-1. to one. Dave also had this, but for me, you could have put, put an envelope between these two. They were so close, and I gave it to, Fe to Fezzy. Mainly I'm being incredibly proud of him for coming in and doing that stuff. Dave is already a maniac <laughs> without any self-control. <laughs> the date of uh, next week's will be next Thursday. Uh -huh. We're going to be looking at seven new characters. Oh, my God. Seven new really ones next week? Thursday. Seven new characters in a week. All right. From scratch. That's how I bake. It's a lot. But all right. It can be if there. you want, I'll just have. Um, no. I can have uh, ready, uh, steady Freddy do it for us. Mm -mm. Fast Freddy. Seven new wrestlers. <laughs> all right, let's break here. Uh, when we get back, we're going to do the wrap up the show. We're going to take it to the limit now. No, we need to break. Steven Singer Jewelers. Steven Singer, if you're looking for something this holiday season in the jewelry arena, Nothing could be easier than going to Steven Singer Jewelers. It's idiot-proof. Steven Singer says so himself. they got the best customer service. They've got the best selection and quality jewelry shipped right to your door. You can't go wrong. You can visit the store in Philadelphia at the corner of 8th and Walnut, or you can go online at IHateStevenSinger.com. You can even give them a call if you need help with a personal shopper. That service is free. 1-888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. That's 1-888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. It's the best price ima imaginable, and you get a lifetime guarantee with any jewelry you buy from Steven Singer. Plus, they were the first people in the country to introduce black diamonds. You haven't seen the black diamonds yet? Go to IHATESTEVENSINGER.COM and check them out. Steven Singer Jewelers. He's the guy you can trust. The perfect gifts at affordable prices for the holidays. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com or if you're in the Philadelphia area, it's the corner of 8th and Walnut for Steven Singer Jewelers. I'm sorry. Tommy gets a little loaded. He doesn't mean any disrespect. You don't mean any no. disrespect, no. Henry. Are you nuts? Billy, Billy. Breaks around the house. You got your red dress on Screaming that second gear was such a turn on And the fog forming on my window Tells me that the morning's here And you'll be gone before 
Ron and Fez show on a weekday. The liquor store. So I take that walk, and I know that. Oh, I'm not going back. Oh, I'm not going back. Love our dead rock stars. They can't let us down. They stay just like we want. You know what? I finally became a person that I don't like. It, what? It, it was texting. Why? Well, I because I always get annoyed if someone is constantly texting while I'm talking to them, mm-hmm. and taking a phone call is even worse right. to me. But when last Saturday I went out with my dad because we didn't have the cable and right. I, to watch the SEC championship game, and I text my little brother back and forth during the game, and I real I felt my father's eyes on me. Like, oh, like you invited me out, and now you're gonna sit there and talk to someone else, well, and, I, and I'm like, I I hate it in other people, and now I did it to someone else. I think it's better like when you invite people into what you're doing. Like if I'm sitting there mm. with Dave, and I'm saying, all right, I'm gonna text Hicks and tell him he's missing out on the fun. Oh, uh, look, Hicks just texts back, I'm gonna kill you. Then I think everybody likes it. Mm. But if it looks like, wish I wasn't with Dave, then he might not like it so much. Uh, I'm too used to it. I can't even get into noticing it anymore. I'm just used to everywhere I go, people texting. I think one text answer back is fine, but when it becomes a text conversation, then it's a little bit much. Well, now with the Blackberries, it is a conversation. It doesn't even get text back and forth. With the Blackberry, it's just kind of open, right, Dave? It's... um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Like, the conversation is there. Yeah, it's basically like an IM screen. So, Mm. the last time you were talking to your wife, that screen is still there. Stays there. Right. And it's just just like an IM screen. See, I don't like that as much in case, like, somebody finds your phone. Now they get a lot more information than I'm comfortable with. It also gets confusing because if you just replay... You might be talking about two totally different topics. So, one of the texts might be, hey, uh, what do you want for dinner? And then you reply, I'd like some steak... But then two hours later, she replies, can you my, del- my sister died. Can you uh, delete it? Um, you can delete it, but if she has the same BlackBerry thing, yeah. then it'll stay on. So you have to scroll oh, through it, the stuff. Well, even when she writes back to you, right, it'll yeah. all pop up again. It'll pop up. Oh, I don't up. like that. Yeah. And so you have to scroll through the thing like uh, steak, dinner. Wait, sister died? And it's like, what the fuck? But, but you know, so people hit the same reply, and the topics aren't even, they're, they're, they're not tied in. Well, what bugs you about somebody texting, Fez? Because it's when I feel like all of a sudden I've become an intrusion. They're not looking up. They're looking down. I'm not even seeing their face to get the reaction. Right. And, and it's like all of a sudden, even though we're standing in a public place, all of a sudden I feel like I've intruded into your world. See, that's why I think that you include the people that you're with. Yeah. Even if you're like, oh, it's just work, they can't do shit without me, then everybody's like, ah, okay, <laughs> we get it. And some people try and fish, like, you know, if you get a text, they'll instantly say, is everything okay? And that then they're, they're, they're fishing, they're making you tell them, so you have to say... I like the person I'm with to tell me what's going on. Right. Because it almost is like another party has joined us. Mm-hmm. Just like if you got a phone call, if you're going to sit in front of me, 
I'd like to know who it is. Mm. But if you could say, hey, I have to take this, I'm going to give you all the privacy in the world. But um, I'll do an impression of my chick. She'll be on the phone with, like, a sister. And I'll, she'll be just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what, what? She goes like this. Oh, they got new uh, pot holders. I go, well, don't do the oh, my God. <laughs> that means one of the kids is hurt. <laughs> So I think that you have to let people know. If you stay in the room, you got to go like this. Hey, it's my brother. Then you're <laughs> fucking fine. If you go, I have to take this. Then it's business or personal, and we leave you alone. Right. Well, there's the people that are the wanderers. Like the phone call will come in, and they'll stand there and take it. Hey, how you doing? Uh-huh. And, and they'll stand there for a second, and you stand there not knowing how long this conversation's going to be. And they'll take a step or two away. But then keep you in the room, and then eventually they'll wander away to get their privacy. Yeah, you need it to takes get... forever. Just go if you need privacy. <laughs> mm. But don't make me feel like well, I broke into your house or I'm listening on a you know on an extension. But here's the other thing. Let's suppose you're out to dinner with someone. Let's say a young lady, mm. and your text goes off, and you say, "I don't want to take that. I want to be here with you." You got to turn the text down then. If you're not taking them, you got to turn the sound down. All right, yeah. It can't suddenly sound like, are you sure that isn't your mom trying to reach you, that something's <laughs> wrong? Because normally I like to, if, you know, if somebody comes up and says something, make sure everything's all right. But Fez, uh, I'm surprised because you rarely uh, answer texts back. You guys ever notice that you can't text Fez? No, yeah, I mean, I've definitely noticed that. And I'm a little pissed at this, like his dad. Because I did text him during that game that he said he was texting his brother. <laughs> and I brought up your brother to you. <laughs> when they were losing at halftime, I go, your brother must be ready to jump. <laughs> Didn't hear so much of his sign back. <laughs> and then the girls are saying to me, did you hear back from Fez? And I have to act like, oh, he doesn't fucking carry his phone. <laughs> you know, I have to lie for the fact that I don't get a return text. <laughs> That's not good texting etiquette, Fez. No, it's not. And a lot of times, it's like, I feel bad like if I see a text like two hours later. Just text me. I missed you. Sorry. Please tell everyone that I'm not, that I don't hate you. No one should have to text over uh, uh, over twice. So if you say like, hey, what's going on? Not a lot. We're going out. Do you want to come? Yes. That's it. It should be two texts for each person. That should be the maximum. But when you, don't, I- you, you don't like when they keep the texts going. No. Once you hit that third text... Then it's phone call time. You're both on fucking phones. Pick it up and, and call the person. But I think you need to, if you're going to, te- the person's going to text, yes, I want to go out with you. I think you owe them one more text back. To well, let what do you them, mean? To let them know that their yes was received. And that uh, you're I, on the same page. I just do a call. If someone says see at the party, I'll just do a call. No, I won't text them back. If they said yes, I got it. I'm not going to... Otherwise, then you're spending the whole day typing. That other person doesn't know you got their yes, for sure. They know. Mm. Oh, they know. All right, we agreed or disagreed that if you're going to start texting somebody, you owe that person explanation who you're texting with. Yes. I agree to that. No, it's okay if you get up and leave the room. You have a problem if someone gets a call or a text and they say, I have to take this. And they go in the other room. No, I prefer that. that. Or does that seem rude to you? No. Okay. As long as they're not doing it in front of you. Right. Yeah. I feel more, uh, you know, awkward if they're right in front of me. Yeah. I often will will often go up uh, upstairs on the thirty seventh floor and go into the big conference room to masturbate to do (laughs) the world's largest the world's largest phone booth. 
And that... <laughs> Everybody on the 37th floor tries to get the giant conference room to themselves for their private calls. I gotta get up there. I gotta see that floor. Sounds great. And oh, Dave, it's, it's if, nice. if Dave gets a private call while uh, we're in the office, he runs. He, if he gets yeah. a cell phone call, he takes off as fast as he can. Well, why are you mad about that? No, he that's says okay. That's what I prefer. I'm glad he does it. <laughs> well, get a little text here. That makes me feel good that Fez likes that because I don't like talking in front of people, even about inane things. Even with my mom, she just talks about, I just got you a pair of sneakers. I'm like, I, you don't need to call me on these type of and things. And Davey Mac is fast on the phone. I don't like the phone at all. Uh, not with anyone in the world. Yeah. Not with, if Don Magley called up, I'd figure out a way to be two minutes and under with him. Fezzi's got, <laughs> Fezzi's got a funny thing when he calls me because he does a lot of pausing like he's waiting for me to ask stuff. <laughs> so if he'll call up and I'll go, what's up, buddy? And he'll go, hey. And then I sit for a while, and, and I wait for him to say what's on his mind. <laughs> so the both of you are just playing a, a, a game of dare. Dare it each is other a to dare. talk. You're doing. Sometimes, like, Fez will call up like well, this. If he's got a problem, you know, and he, but he knows it's nothing specific, he'll call up and I'll go, like, what's up? And I'll go like this. Okay. And I'll, like, <laughs> but he'll put the crack like I'm supposed to dig. And I have to say to myself, do I want to dig here? <laughs> Sometimes, as soon as I, if I'm in one of those places, as soon as I hear your voice, I just go. Mm. Well, if you call up Ron, I mean, then I believe you're the one who should be doing the talking. And like a boxer, you should be the aggressor in the conversation. Or even a dancer. You've called, you have to lead. You yeah. have to take the conversation. Absolutely. But the problem is, <laughs> it used to be, if you called somebody, you, you got them at their house, you know they're ready to talk. How do you know? It's, you know, I'll take a call now. Fez will start asking me a question. I'm going to be like, okay, well, I'm going into the tunnel or I'm driving over. A br you know, yeah. there's no fucking reason to think I'm wide open to look at those papers with you. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so sometimes you particularly if you call when the person's in a car, because now everybody in the car has to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Why me and Fez work out something from work, <laughs> you know, and there is no walk away phone call at that point. Right. I'm just going to walk down the turnpike for a sec. I like texting in, in this fashion. I'm, I'll be home by 7 o'clock. That's, that's where I like to text. You leave it at that. I'm running 10 minutes late. It really isn't something that I need to... Dave just texted me a smiley face. <laughs> oh, that, that was the winking one. Yeah, oh, the winking smiley face. Yeah. But now, oh, you're not, you're not a, a long on the phone person either. No, I hate the, using the phone. I don't like it. Yeah, feel like information. It hurts. I feel like there's just so many ways that people can, you know, people can eavesdrop who are next to you while you're on the phone. Also, I feel like you know your conversations can be heard. We have a baby monitor, okay, and a lot of times the neighbors uh, across the street, their phone conversations come through our baby monitor. All right, that's the best. I've had that before. Uh, so it with happens. Neighbor. And I heard uh, my neighbors who actually. One of my kids played with them. I heard her say that he was cutting up her clothes. No, vice versa. She was cutting up his clothes. And then at a certain point, she was fucking saying, you don't listen to me. He takes the fucking phone and farts into it. <laughs> and I'm like, no one's fucking playing down there with these lunatics. They got fucking... 
They're that's insane. Why, that's why I don't uh, like to be on the phone. How long can you stay on the phone with your chick? I mean, what's I, the record? Oh, when we were first going out, three hours, four hours easily. What's the normal now? What? Four minutes tops. Yeah. But how about a friend? But that's because we live with each other. I understand. Um, with a friend, fifteen minutes. I mean, yeah, I'm talking to a, a cat man who uh -huh. I don't see all the time. Maybe once a year. And I'll, Catman's always got something happening. He's got a lot. <laughs> he's he's, he's little ball of energy, that Catman. Yeah. Uh, but I'll only be like 15 minutes on the phone with him. That's it. And that, that's even a stretch. Maybe 10. I just... There's no reason for it. You know, it's... it's you're, you're, you're making fake conversations. If you want to hang out, then actually hang out. Period. See, I'm old school. I'll just do, you know, not only short conversations, but code. Uh, hockey tickets are in. <laughs> Made it to spot. Right. Await furthers. Okay. I mean, basically, watch for the flashing lights. Means everything's okay. It wasn't really about hockey. I, I could talk to. I could talk on the phone with a woman. I can't talk on the phone to a man. <laughs> it, when I'm talking on the phone to a man, uh -huh. it feels like two guys are jacking each other off. <laughs> and there's a bit of uncomfortability. I agree with that. There's no reason. Uh, come on. I mean, I, I call Pepper probably 10, 20 times a day. He calls me as well. And boy, does he moan when that ringtone goes off. <laughs> but the conversations are probably 30 seconds at the most. Always work-related? Almost always. And liquor-related? Yes. Definitely booze. Where liquor at? But also, <laughs> or I'll call him up and be like, what are you doing? Are you high in tonight? <laughs> he likes that. He's Hello, high in. <laughs> He always goes high in. Do you got any buddies you talk to on the phone like this, uh, Pepper? No, it's like three minutes at the time. Like, where are you going to be at? Okay, I'll see right. you there. Let's fucking get what about at. your chick, though? Oh, maybe some. Well, we live so close to each other that it, a phone, a long phone conversation makes no sense. I can just go and talk to her. Oh, I'd still want to hear him on the phone going like, where's my numb mom, buddy? <laughs> Let me get some of that. What am I going to get tonight? What am I going to get? What am I coming to get? <laughs> Just fucking baby talk out of him would be hysterical. I guess my Larry. I know family members. Well, I call the I call the fam. Anyone who's at my parents' house gets the phone. They do the round robin. I hate that. My mom does that too. I don't like it. I don't I need that to talk too. to everybody. Don't do it. Don't pass me them. Great. Hey, your brother's here. Yeah, don't I don't need it. I would have called him. I know that he he has a cell phone. He would have gotten my call. Please don't pass me around. None of the of the kids in my family really ever call each other. No, that's similar to my, to us. We talk to my dad and mom. We get along very much during the holidays and stuff, mm -hmm. but we just don't. There's no phone conversation. What are you gonna do? Call. Up. Remember when we were kids? <laughs> Remember, wasn't that great? You got your own room now. What are you gonna, what are you gonna right. say? It's fucking ridiculous. That's why I can't believe you're on the phone with your family every night. Yeah. Who are you on the phone with? My sister. It's gotta stop. And that's uh, that is at least forty five minutes. Oh my gosh, that still leaves you fucking twenty hours of unfucking chartered time. <laughs> every every night, forty five minutes. Yes. You run out of shit to do in your life to fucking talk till forty five minutes. You know how sisters are with each other. <laughs> They're unbelievable. <laughs> What are you talking about every night? Oh, Boys? Gabbing about everything. 
Well, uh, give me an example. It doesn't make sense. Oh, her job or, you know, or anything that, you know, maybe right. I talked to the therapist about or she's letting me know something about my parents. She's uh, telling me about her kids. All right. Um, let me pretend I'm you and you're your sister. I'll tell, show you how to handle a phone call. Okay. Yeah. Hi, how you doing? I'm great. I just, I'm great. I just wanted to tell you about what was going on today. Where? Yeah, at my job. Yeah, I don't work with you. I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I don't have any opinion about a place that don't work. I right, hold on, my cat's on fire. I'll call you back. <laughs> I always like to say call you back because they I know I never will. <laughs> and they go, you said you were gonna call back. Well, something came up. <laughs> I was hungry. I don't know if I've ever talked on the phone to a sister. Maybe I guess if they're at my parents' house. Can't imagine. They always say something like, "Are they healthy?" What should we do? I'll chip in together and get something? Nah. Yeah, did your mom get that, that TV she wanted? My two brothers did, but I, I didn't get it. So my mom said, well, why don't you get me glasses at Walmart? Just mocking me, basically. And she goes, well, there's $14 glasses that I'd like at Walmart. That's more your speed in front of, like, 30 people. Get I her go, one. I go, you you, you, you really want to hurt me, huh? It's well, got some fucking shot glasses. And then two, hey. two days later, she calls the show and says I was cut from the fifth grade basketball team. That was the funniest shit ever. The revenge. That, by the way, the, the only reason to do that is to be mean. <laughs> right. I mean, out of all the, the memories you have, yeah, right. the time that your fucking son acted like a daughter <laughs> right upstairs crying. Second place in the home run derby. She could have mentioned that. By the way, I never stopped <laughs> laughing about that story because, you know, if you ran upstairs crying... <laughs> It means you came all the way from home, right? <laughs> yeah. You didn't start crying when no, you hit the no, house. Yeah. I, I was walking home <laughs> sobbing. I was always so oh, shit was always happening when I was walking home. I maintain that kidnapping story was very true. By the way, I will lie detector my ass off. Well, you had that really sore fake ankle injury. Mm. Man, a lot of people are writing, uh, emailing, and Twitter uh, that finally Ronnie B could take a break today and enjoy the show. Isn't that fucking funny that you guys are perceived that way? I've finally been able to pick up a half an hour. I'm telling you right now, I feel like when the mom came home and, and it's Mother's Day and the kids fucking ran the sweeper and washed the dishes. Yeah, I'd like them to do it every day, but I'm just happy they did it once. Now, Pajama Graham... And pajamagram.com. Is that a good thing, pajamagram? That's a great thing. It's a great Christmas gift. You, they're comfortable. They're sexy. They're practical. They're personal. Pajamas pretty much cover any gift need that you might have this holiday season at pajamagram.com. And they've got all kinds of styles. They've got lingerie. They've also got flannel pajamas. Anything you're looking for, go to pajamagram.com. Now, every pajamagram that's delivered in a beautiful hat box that she's going to love with a lavender scented sachet, a do not disturb sign, and a personalized gift message that is all free when you order a pajama gram. It's starting to get cold outside. Give her some nice warm pajamas because it only takes minutes to order a pajama gram. A pajama gram is the perfect Christmas gift. Best of all, she'll think of you every time she puts them on. Overnight and Christmas delivery guaranteed. It's the gift you're both going to love. Fezzy, mm -hmm. are they fire retardant? Yes, I believe they are. Does that mean that they catch on fire? No, it means they repel the fire. They don't catch on fire. So you could actually take this and lay down in a fire and you'd be fine. Well, as long as you had it on. No, you shouldn't do that because your skin's going to get burned anyway. I'm going to wear a pajama gram to uh, bed and smoke in bed now. 
All right, but something else could light on fire. The bed could light on fire. The mattress could go up. You have to be careful. Pajama Graham, overnight and Christmas delivery is guaranteed. It's the gift you're both going to love, so just visit pajamagram.com or call this number, 1-800-GIVE-PJs. That's 1-800-GIVE-PJs for pajamagram.com. I could use one of those right now. Give me one. It would take me minutes to order it. Who doesn't want a PJ? And then how long would it take to get here? In time for me to take a nap? You can get it overnight. It would be here tomorrow. Then I'm going to be sleeping in my underwear like a goddamn orphan. (laughs) No offense, Hicks. None taken. You even getting yourself a tree this year? Oh, fuck no. It's money I don't have to fucking spend on goddamn trees. Go in O&A's office, see if maybe someone threw a nice tree in the trash. (laughs) Is there just money in there, too? Is there all this other shit's in the Pop yourself to every office in here. Whatever money you can grab, you can grab. I know I do. <coughs> I know I grab when I can. You steal money? Not money, but I stole a trash can from someone's office. Because we, because right. Fez and Pepper all use our trash cans, but they only had two trash cans. So I figured I'm going to steal one from somebody, and now we have three. We all have our own. Can't tell you who it was, but we know them. Write them down. Write it down for me. Someone who's missing a trash can on the 37th floor. I've never even been up there. It seems like a mysterious place. <laughs> it's hell on earth, Ron. Wow. He almost caught me, too. I was literally walking out of her office. Can I tell you something? With <laughs> it in my hand. She had a puzzled look like, there's no way that this person yeah. just came in and actually stole a trash can, so I'm not even going to say anything to them. So she kind of saw me, but like, nah. Let me tell you, she will hold, also hold a grudge. <laughs> and, oh, no. She doesn't um, like me. No, she doesn't. And I guess she doesn't like uh, Fez either after the story he told. But we also, we share listeners, so you got to be careful. I know. I'm not, I just, I'm, I'm having my own little tiny, tiny Charlie Wilson's war against her. I adore. I'm not saying I dislike her. I'm just saying, yeah. um, there's, there's always like some kind of weird thing where but I always say hi. And do you see no, them every day? I, I do. And I'm like, yep. oh, I always say hi. And you feel the same way? I Fez? work for the wrong oh, yeah. Fez. See, I don't see them at all because I don't go into 37th. Uh-huh. And if they see me at the hall, they leap at me. Yeah. I say, hi, I they work adore for me. Fez. How's it going? No, nothing. Just, that, you know, well, full you metal know, jackets she's like, She's got, like, Fezzy-type problems where she goes, and you know, to a shrinks and all. All right. That's fine. But you're going to be missing a trash can after I'm done with you. I don't know where she's putting her trash. It's probably building up. I'm telling you right now, they have listeners that have already figured this out, that will call them. <laughs> they because don't. they bring up shit all the time, I say. The, I've mentioned no names. There's a lot of women who work here. Everybody knows who you mean, though. No, they don't. They think they do. I know who you mean. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Well, you have your own problems with it, right, Fez? Yeah, yeah, you I got get, a snubbing. Do you have an outside friend? Like somebody at one of these things? Because you're not even teacher's pet with any of the bosses. No. No, I'm not. No, I, I don't you think normally, I have an outside friend. Normally, wherever we work, the the PD will think of himself as Fez's mother or father. <laughs> or 
Fez will have a huge war going on with that person. <laughs> Here he's got neither. It's not that you hate them and they hate you, but they also don't like you extra. Right, yeah. It's just like a nice, healthy dose of indifference thrown my way. I would have thought that you would have become boss friends with the LQ people. I would have thought when we got here, this, this was my initial thing, oh, this is annoying. Fez is going to have so many friends that he's going to keep bringing up fucking, you know, company business. Nope. Right. Yeah, it's strange. And we were, we we're so close to the outcue folks. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't happen. I thought it would. They've got a bunch of stuff upstairs on 37. Boxes of giveaways where they're threatening anyone that touches them. What are they? I think it's Christmas stockings that they're sending out. And the, the notes on all the boxes say, you are being watched. You're under serious surveillance at this time. So don't even try to get into these Christmas so stockings. It's like for winners and people are trying to steal them. Right, yeah. And it's fucking awful. And it's really bad. And it's like, I guess they have to do it or else things would disappear. And it's about, what, 20 boxes? Yeah. All lined up there. So there's no place to put them except out in the hallway. Well, people took shit out of a row. It's on 19. They were taking DVDs because they were out. It's fucking scavengers in this fucking place. But you you should be able, and you work in a place like this, you should be able to lay your wallet down. Mm -hmm. I mean, yep. we're not working at fucking Ham and Egg or fucking right. Central. This place is the fucking who's who of rock and roll yesterday. It was sick in here yesterday. Yeah. Sometimes we'll come in and our computers are all messed up. And we realize someone's gone in our office and is using the computers. Did you guys lock up? Uh, no. Well, why not? There's no locks. There's no lock on the office door. Then it's not your office. <laughs> They're letting you use a desk and a computer, but if you can't lock it up, it ain't your office. No. They call it the Ron Fed's office. They can call it whatever they want. <laughs> if there ain't a fucking lock on there, it ain't yours. Well, that's why I want to get a sign. I, that's my idea, is to put a sign that says Ron Fed's show on the, the door. And, and just put down, you're being watched. Yeah. Right this job down. for Scotty. One day Ron's going to come up here. <laughs> I don't like to go up there, though. That's just nice. A, just an extra floor I got to leave on. Yeah, but you get to walk up the stairs. It's kind of nice. I do nice. like walking up the stairs. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. And you can get to see all the people from a bird's eye view, like the secretary, um, various celebrities, so, maybe Barbara Walters. Uh, when, you, uh, when you got seen with the weight basket, she say anything to you? No, she gave me a very puzzled look, and and I really do think in her head was like, that that didn't that didn't happen, right? Like, no, I didn't. Yeah, it's she, too crazy to be happening. She exactly. comes uh, from a world where people don't fucking steal trash cans. <laughs> Get that in your mind. What a weird world, <coughs> dude. Any problem you've had wouldn't even fucking adjust to that person. You know, <laughs> that's just like when everybody it was yesterday is like. Cosby's so strange, but Cosby has been so above it all, he's all but an alien. <laughs> right. I mean, the guy's probably got half a billion dollars, right? Right. When he asks for something, you're not used to anyone ever saying, no, you can't get that. Because mm. you got a half a billion dollars. You can say to a fucking chef, I want the, I want fucking green potatoes, and, and they'll go, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, and I want you to come in singing. Of course I will. I love the money I'm getting. So they just don't understand, no. And now I guess we can't even run 
that thing was Sunday night, the interview we did with them, because they're not uh, overly comfortable with what happened or what he signed. Yeah, with uh, with the paperwork that was filled out. They want some major changes to that. Let's just ignore it all. I mean, the whole thing wasn't about interviewing. It was just getting to meet them. Mm. Well, now, you, now we're done. <laughs> we don't need anything else. We got to meet you. <laughs> Can't do anything else to us. Best laughs on him. Ah, too late. You've already been met. <laughs> Can't unmeet someone. <laughs> That's right. But you might try. No amount of paperwork. No matter. No amount of paperwork is ever going to keep you from meeting us. That happened. I need a list of for tomorrow. Uh, all the things that we're going to be giving out before Christmas too. All right, hold on. I'm already hearing from you know whose people. And they said over Fez taking that waste basket, he's going to end up losing a hand. <laughs> you mean me? You got to pick. Yeah, you got to pick out somebody else to steal shit from. I'll put it back. <laughs> it just reappears. <laughs> now I'm going to go up there and visit them. <laughs> I like them and the security guard that likes me better than Fez. Oh, what is her problem? Yeah, I even stopped for. Uh, a little baby talk with her yesterday, because uh, you know oh, I, I like to do the the last in first out bit with her, and she's like, "Well, look at you leaving early again." <laughs> I go like Dylan, honey. I come in and lay down my tracks. <laughs> I get a grunt. Yeah, it's the wig. That woman has always been like that to me. There's also no offense, don't get mad, an odor thing with you that some people. Yeah, really. Yeah. They say you smell musty. From the backside, I smell fine. There's nothing musty about me. That's I'm a clean person. The security guard doesn't like me, but one time she smiled and I asked her, "Oh, what's going on?" And she liked the Mafia Life Chris shirt. Save water, drink beer. That's great. She, she got the kick I got a six pack. That is a good one too. She was like, "That's a great shirt." I yeah, know, I'm not really. You, you, you always got. Uh, the perfect shirts to wear. Yeah, I try. <laughs> try brighten people's day with my shirts. All right, that's it for us, guys. Character day today. Raging success. The rest of the show, eh. But character day, I love. Anything to plug, Fez? Just want to remind people, this Sunday, it's Sleeves. It's Christmas special right here on The Virus, 9 p.m. in the East. Uh, anybody else? Plug? Uh, special delivery this Saturday. And a special guest. We're hoping. And uh, that's the end of my show. Dog. Oh.